out here to do a story. To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. And the city decides with Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really... No, I really want to... I got some bad ideas in my head. I just... Cookies need love like everything does. <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the... Um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> The pineal gland, why? Dr. Pretorius believed the pineal was a dormant sensory organ. The sixth sense. Yes, well that's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory, it's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive, I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory. Sean Martins. And on this episode, we're doing this is our this is a 100th episode. We're doing <laughs> talk about shit. <laughs> Whatever we talk about. Who cares? We're just talk about it. We're friends. We're just bullshitting with each other, which well, is fantastic. Yeah, you know, kind of like the, the year anniversary. Yeah, you know, we just did that fun, like fucking three-hour episode or some shit. <laughs> oh, dude. But, yeah, yeah, but, exactly. yeah, I was looking forward to this. You know, at a hundred episodes, I still can't believe we've gotten that far. Dude, and there's actually more with all the other shit, but still, it's crazy. Right. Yeah, right. It's actually, I mean, we actually have more than 100 episodes, if you count all the side notes that I did in the past. Right. Uh, but um, of the actual episodes of the show, uh, like legitimate episodes, we've done 100 now. Well, I've got, I've got one thing to say to that, and it's... Yeah! <laughs> 100 fucking episodes, boys. 
Congrats Cheer. to everybody. Yeah, this Cheer. is a worthy fucking like obstacle to clear for most podcasts, dude. People never make it to 100 episodes. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. They kind of, they, uh, they, it's that great uh, line from uh, Highlander. You know, you either fade out or you burn away, right? So, uh, you know, it's 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 a lot like podcasts are like that. I mean, they're they're a dime a dozen, and uh, especially for a podcast like ours, who which I'm always proud to talk about with uh, doing this stuff with you guys with you guys because like we don't have like a structure. We just we might try to start this thing off with a structure. We said fuck all that. It just didn't just, work. Yeah, it just didn't work, and then we just started going with whatever we wanted to do, and it just happened to work out that way. And and we've kept up that that the entire this entire time so i'm glad that we're do, we're a podcast about we're kind of like seinfeld the podcast kind of about nothing but there's some interesting points in there and then we talk about fun stuff and just you know we haven't gone you know we're not sitting in jail at the end of the fucking whole thing but <laughs> God, uh but you know i i like that we're like that we have no real structure just i have you know my description in podbean and, and itunes is all over the place it's like you know, movies, music, books, daily life shit, bullshit like that. You know, just whatever comes to mind. We do the you know video games, you know, whatever. And yeah, we've done it. We've done big fucking episodes on on video games and retro shit like that. And you know, hey, well, you boy, you boys remember the days that we would review movies and we tried to do it in sequential order of like how the movie. Was. <laughs> oh, right, right. I hate that. I love that we abandoned that so hard. Like, I think we did like two or three episodes that was just like. Uh, we're all over the map, and then I think all of us collectively just went, "Who fucking cares?" No, and <laughs> like you know, the first podcast, Jim and I did the what was it, Deason McFarland Delirium. That's yeah. kind of what we did those first couple of. I think we did the Machinist and just like talked about it from you know scene one all the way through. And I guess we just try to use that that format in this podcast. It's just it gets boring, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me and Mike did two. Well, so so the thing is, though, me, uh, me and my buddy Slagoth, my buddy uh, Corny Cornelius, uh, we used to do a podcast called um, uh, Cabal Corner back in the day. It was a podcast. It was an app that I found. It was basically a tape recorder app where you could record your you could record your conversations, and you could you, you could put them out there. There was no real feed for it. You could just you just like uh, put them on Facebook, and that's where they were. They were on Facebook, you know. All that stuff is is lost now. I wish I would have saved it, but there was really no way to save it. Uh, you had to pay for the format for the tape recorder app, or whatever. Right. And we had a great. Had, there was a great friend of mine, uh, uh, Jeff, who listens to the show too, and uh, he would. Uh, I would send him the link, and uh, he'd work through his shitty PC and help us like uh, uh, edit. He would edit in like music or video, like uh, audio clips. But like it was very hard for him because the the audio of the qual- the quality of the audio was so bad. I mean, compared to like what we do now with the podcast on Skype, right. it was hard for him. So it was like it was like a um, it was a weird like year, like a year year and a half. We did the did the show like a black hole, and like if you listen to that podcast at that time, you know I'm glad you did, but like literally that's gone. It's all gone. So, uh, but so when I was doing that, I asked, I was like, man, I've been wanting to do a podcast with Mike, so. We came up with the delirium. We did uh, the machinist, and we did one other movie too. I can't remember what the other movie was. We did, but uh, we did uh, machinist. I can't remember and something at all. Else. Yeah, we did machinist, and we did something else, and that was it. And then I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm going to find a way to do a fucking podcast." And finally, uh, all I had to do is I, I talked to my buddy Chris Benenson, and uh, he he works at Best Buy, and he hooked, he uh, gave me some suggestions on some uh, on some uh, refurbished laptops. 
and I got a fucking Dell, and the Dell is the beast that keeps us. It's the heart of the show. <laughs> you got it. So, yeah. You know, hey, you know. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So yeah, hey, we're here. Here we are, man. You know, it's just crazy that uh, we finally kind of figured it out, and it know, all started with a Dell, dude. Adele, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which my mom used to work at. My, my, my mom. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. No, you're, you're not, Mike. You're, not this clean an episode. No, you're not. <laughs> right. I just wanted to mention that my mom used to work at Dell. She was she was on the factory line putting to, like laptops and pieces. No, they weren't laptops. Oh, no they were kind of like laptops. You remember the big old square laptop? But she used to, she was like on the production, like putting together like uh, laptops and uh, towers and shit back in the day. When I was yeah, they were like the size of a fucking microwave, dude. They're yeah, huge. They're, yeah, they're huge. Yeah, yeah. I remember those fuckers, dude. I remember having the, the the when the Apple came back. The what was that big fucking globe? Oh god! Like my mom had a purple one. I can't remember what that was called, dude. <laughs> and I loved it as a kid. And I remember I, well, I they, would play I play snoot on that motherfucker for hours and hours <laughs> and hours. <laughs> yeah, dude. Crazy loading shit. porn one pixel at a time. Well, those oh, things were yeah, fucking. Yeah, those yeah. things were. Are you talking about the thing that was like a one single unit that the PC, like the actual yeah, computer itself, was into, into the, the monitor? monitor. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dude, what the fuck was the name of those things? I, I can't I, I keep saying iMac, but I know that's not right. I, I, I think you might be right, dude. It was ugly <laughs> as fuck. I, I remember, like, it like was. for some reason, Apple got really into, like, uh, clear, like, clear yeah. plastic. So they can see everything inside. Like they, even the speakers were clear. Like you look, you can look inside the speakers. Like <laughs> just a pile of shit. You can look through <laughs> Dude, everything. It was a really good computer. I'll give it that. Oh. Like, it ran well, but it just looked fucking stupid so i saw for sure yeah uh, but, but that, that was, kid, I was like, oh this is cool you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know before that the only thing i knew i remember like in like the fourth grade maybe third grade you had the old school macintoshes with the fucking big floppy disk to play right. organ trail with you know <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah dude shit. Same, so that dude. was like the future then <laughs> <laughs> and now look at apple yeah, it's crazy. Mike, you brought up Oregon Trail. I was at this place. Um, it's off of 105 over here in Conroe, but um, it used to be Hastings over here. RIP. Hastings, RIP. Right. Uh, <laughs> they, they, over here, they, they, uh, some company called Second and Charles bought it, which is basically a shittier version of Hastings. Sure. And we go there every once in a while, you know, me, Joe, and Bryce, or just me, or whatever. But like, we'll go over once every once in a while. And we'll, you know, as you do in Hastings, you just look around every once in a while. You're like, holy fuck, what did I just find? Like, you find a gym. Uh, but like, we're walking around, and they have, I wish I would have bought this. It was $10. It was a handheld, handheld version of Oregon Trail. Hell yeah. Handheld? Uh, that's crazy. Handheld. I've never seen that in my life, dude. That's yeah. yeah. I wish I took a picture of it for you guys, but they, it's still there. I actually saw it today. I was looking. I, I got a story for you guys. It's a perfect story for you know, this sort of anniversary episode. But like, so I was there, and we were there. It takes like two double A's or whatever, and it's awesome. It plays just like we. You actually the power the power it up. You actually push a fake floppy disk into the like into stop. the box stop dude <laughs> and it starts up and you play, you play. it's it's you know yeah, fuck, everything it's all there man fucking all dying uh, yeah you yeah. try to cross oh, you try to cross the the fucking river you brought Lord too much river. fucking steaks <laughs> too much clothes weighed down you lost you lost your will you lost six cattle you're fucked bro. <laughs> or die of dysentery yeah dude yeah. like dysentery every time oh yeah. my god dude oh childhood is that you yeah <laughs> 
the way you're talking about pushing it at disc is like, is it crank started? Like, think of like what an old school, like fucking Oregon Trail handheld would be. It's, dude, so was it full like graphics of the same thing and all yeah. it played was Oregon Trail? Yeah, man, it looks just like Oregon Trail, like we remember it. Um, it it's oh, got, man. I mean, I'd say it's, uh, I mean, I'm doing finger quotes right now, but it looks a little better, obviously, than what we used uh-huh. to play it on. A smaller That's screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the handheld looked like an old PC. We used to play that shit back on in fucking elementary school. Mm. It looks just like that. You push That's in the cool. it's got the monitor cool, and yeah. the monitor and the, and the uh you guys remember the the uh, flat the sort of like uh, flat sideways uh, uh towers they used to sit on with the monitors. Of course. Yeah. It, it's all connected together like a one big like, kind of like a, a better version of those old shitty uh tiger games from back in the day. Oh, that's, uh, what, I was, that's what I was thinking, dude. Yeah, I was like yeah, yeah. I, I, you don't see any single use game like handhelds anymore, dude. I'm actually oh, blown no. away these Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Even though weirdly enough, I've seen a lot I've seen I've been seeing a lot of tiger games being re-released. No you know? way, really. Yeah, 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 which is uh, they're coming back to rip off more fucking people. So but uh, <laughs> but this thing was cool. I, I, if I get a chance to go back and it's still there, I'm sure because I'm sure no one really in that area is buying a fucking. They look, they pick it up like I did, and like, oh cool, what the fuck? It's Oregon Trail. Like you push the disc in, oh shit. But like, if I get a chance to go over there and check it out, I'll send you guys a picture of it. It's, it's really cool. You can play the whole. You have all the scenarios are there. All the buttons are still there. <laughs> You're just formatted to like a tiny like. Um, it's like the size of like a. Uh, it's a little bit bigger than like a cigarette pack. So, yeah. The, absur- but- the absurdity of this thing, dude, in my head is like there's a full-ass keyboard but miniature on it because, like, it was never <laughs> fully, like, controller-based, so you'd have to have all your buttons in there. and Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's, it's really cool. I sent you guys. It, it, it starts up it's the same way, and it's like you put your name in, and you can do all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, a, lot of, it's, it's a lot of fun. It was cool to see, man. Nostalgia came back hard. For me, but yeah, reminds me wow. of like Oregon Trail and what was uh, Carmen San Diego. Oh my god, I love oh, that right. fucking cool. dude. Where yeah. in the world, the world is San Diego? <laughs> that, that game show. <laughs> yeah, Where is that bitch, dude? Still haven't found her. <laughs> right. That's dude, she's better at hiding the Waldo. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Dodging fucking people, dude. I love it. <laughs> I always used to think that nineties guys remember the nineties uh Carmen San Diego cartoon back in the day. Yeah. Like Fox. I used to I used I always used to think that Carmen San Diego is a hot fucking Fox. It's fuck. Like I was like, man, she's so, so cool and so sexy. Like yeah. I don't want you to catch her, man. Like it's way cooler if you don't catch her. Well, you know, be the super bummer is like you're coming across her like in today's age would be on fucking Tinder and her profile just says, I like traveling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you boring bitch. <laughs> Not knowing like she's this exotic fucking like always disappearing chick, dude. Oh, speaking of, dude, you were just on the topic of late 90s and you were talking about how like see-through. Uh, remember that there's like three solid years in the late 90s where they just tried to make everything see-through that was like technological like they, they fucking like <laughs> yeah the game phones. boys yeah game boys phones like everything was trying to fucking be see-through dude yakbacks fucking it. pagers for christ's sakes yeah <laughs> I <remember> my brother <laughs> had one <laughs> the, 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 what was that thing called the uh tamagotchi or whatever it was yeah oh, yeah the, the, the keychain or, or some shit and like play it on like you hatch that motherfucker and like oh fuck you know i hatched it. <laughs> like you had to raise a pet on those or some shit right and, like feed it all the time 
Yeah, 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 man. Something like that. Yeah. First fist fight I ever got in my life was over a fucking Tamagotchi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was living in New Orleans and I was playing with my fucking Tamagotchi in school. And it's not a very Tamagotchi friendly type of school, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this kid was like, like my Tamagotchi in school. (laughs) (laughs) This kid was, uh, we're walking out of school. This kid was just like, yo, bro, let me see that. And I was like, all right. And he like grabs it and throws it onto the roof of the school. <laughs> oh, I was man. so pissed off because I was like, bro, I'm like two months into this thing. You have no idea. And it went down, dude. Imagine fist fighting over a fucking Tamagotchi, but yeah, it went down that day, dude. <laughs> Times are crazy pre 9 11. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, that was a tussle, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's like picking up like Pokemon Blue or Red or some shit back in the day, popping into your Game Boy. Like, hey, I'm checking that shit out. They just take the cartridge out and throw it in the fucking dude, dump. He fucking yeeted it like 30 or some shit. i was was actually first off surprised how far he was able to throw it because the roof wasn't just like a 10 (laughs) it was like a 20 to 25 foot roof and i was like holy shit man it made it oh wait that's my fucking tamagotchi and yeah yeah it went from like surprise into anger almost (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's like the, uh, I'm like, the, I can hear the six foot R man sound. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, to this day, Tamagotchi's probably still up there fucking starving, dude. That bleached and shit. Yeah, dude. That's some real anger, man. Like, you know, you know, Bryce, uh, he just, he just finished up fifth grade, right? He's going to sixth grade. That, that's junior high. Mm-hmm. And I, it, when he when he graduated this fifth grade, uh, everything started kind of coming back to me like personally, like oh man, sixth grade, sixth grade. Like let me think about it. Let me think about it. Like man, that's when the angst starts happening. Mm-hmm. Like like you're on the first, like uh, at the end of fifth grade, you're like uh, you start to start you start getting the angst, but you don't understand what angst is until you get into sixth grade. You start wearing like metal shirts, or you start like uh, looking at girls in a different way. Like they start coloring their hair a different way and shit, and like very developing it, part of their lives, dude. Right, sure. right. So get, <laughs> get some stubble every once in a while. Like oh, you need to get some hair there. Oh, whatever, shave it off. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like music, music becomes like a big thing, you know, like. And yeah, I, you want to fall in mine. And I, it was, it was it, it's really strange. To, to, all that stuff's kind of washing back to me, uh, memory-wise, with him oh. going fucking sixth grade. It's crazy. You get a locker. You know, you get your own locker now. You get a schedule. You don't really have to carry a backpack if you don't want to because you put everything in your locker. But you can ride your bike to school. Well, he can. But we couldn't back in the day. We had to dro- Our parents drove dropped us off. But, like... Well, Jer- Jeremy, to, to me and Decent, I mean, dude, is us not having fucking kids. What's it like, like, having a kid post or the Rona thing? Like, they're all gone back to school. It's all back to normal kind of shit, or what's the deal? Uh, from from what I know is it's all back. It's not back to normal, but, like, it's you're, you're, you're back there. You're separated. You're, you're separated in the classroom with yeah. masks. Um, that's how he's, right. he's been going to school. He's been back in school for, you know, uh, before Christmas. So uh, he's he's been back in school for a while now, but they separated everybody separated six feet in the classroom. Oh, everybody's wearing masks. So you know the only time they don't wear masks is when they're at lunch, and they even at lunchtime everybody's separated all around the lunch area like six feet. So yeah, I mean that'll that's... fix a problem. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for, well, for I mean, especially as a kid, right? just knowing how shitty and rebellious I, I was as a kid, 
I would, yeah, I would not respect any rule that was ever told to me about anything. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing like some photos from like some high schools, right when they were going back, and it's just a packed fucking hallway. Like, oh yeah, yeah. People wearing masks, <laughs> like yikes. I mean, but you know, I, I kids are less prone to you know having a lot of problems from it. So I understand, but at the same time, it's like this shit ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things for face value, I think, at this point. I think they're less concerned, too, because they're younger and they're not going to get too fucked up over it. But yeah, you're right, dude. You see, like, the footage of, you know, these fucking kids just full-ass, non-mask eating ass in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird. Like, uh, I know, if, I mean, I, I, I know specifically just only because of Bryce, because he's my kid, but, like, He's pretty like it's just, it's a different era, but like he's pretty responsible with that kind of shit. The, the mask thing and like knowing when to wear the mask and when we get out of the store or you know stuff like that. Like he, he you can tell that he's you know the, the kids now, especially with this pandemic, they have a lot of responsibility. That you know people cannot be there all the time to tell them, hey, put the mask on. You gotta put the mask on, even though you know maybe um, it's not like really threatening to him since his, his age or whatever which i kind of find is kind of bullshit because i think it could affect anybody honestly yeah, but it could, it could fuck uh, with anyone right and uh, but like you know um, but he's responsible that's a lot of responsibility in a kid that's why i kind of agree with you guys you know back in the 90s if this happened man i wouldn't give a fuck I would like fuck all your bullshit. Like I would wear a mask. I'd be a dickhead, and oh and yeah, I'd be, I'd be what they call in the media a super spreader, and not. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we we had much lesser dangerous ones like SARS, and uh, I know there was like E. coli outbreaks <laughs> through all the shit. Fluid, yeah, yeah, and That's all fine. of that. West, I remember when West Nile was being reported all over when I grew up in Southeast Texas because there's mosquitoes fucking everywhere, and everyone was terrified <laughs> of that shit. Yeah. But I do think this was definitely a bigger you know, thing, obviously. Possibly, yeah. You know, and I mean, post 9-11, everyone's scared of everything. <laughs> it's it kind of get, built into the mentality now. It did get America shook, dude. 9-11 super got America shook. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know, it, it, if this happened in the 90s, you know, when I was, uh, you know, in, in uh, junior high, uh, you know, I would have I would have used this to my best effort to give all the goth girls I thought was I was that were really attractive. So I would have just like oh this, <laughs> it's like not wearing a mask, he's fucking dark. He's fucked up. Like fuck yeah, I'm fucking dark and fucked up. And <laughs> always liked you. So can we hang out. Dude, you know? I, I think in high school my fucking attractive points went up twofold because I have some garbage teeth. So to be able to cover your face all the time is a fucking great move, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I would do that same shit, man. I understand having to fucking a bridge and all this shit. I understand oh, yeah. completely. I yeah. got elbowed in the mouth my freshman year oh yeah so did i dude i, I yeah i cut a hockey stick up to my fucking face uh oh. yeah I was, I was uh first year i played hockey i fucking checked a guy into a corner and took the my own stick god damn it this is the worst part my own stick came up underneath the mask under my front tooth and just split that bitch in half oh. i exploded it into like powder and i was just like fuck dude I, I never had like tooth damage like that so i was just like you're like run your tongue over it and you're just like oh that's not normal something's <laughs> fucking, uh, going on here dude and yeah like oh that fucking blue dude so it's such so, a decimating feeling you're just like oh, oh my god and, and dennis work is so fucking expensive oh my god yes. holy fuck man yeah and, and i even, hate even with good insurance it's expensive as hell and i've always hated going to the fucking dentist dude. ever since i got my wisdom teeth removed like i I've had terrible. Well, my dad's cheap ass decided to go to fucking Castle Dental, which is like, uh, 
anybody that's a dentist that couldn't make it is having their own practice ends up at Castle Dental. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's just like, this looks like a good deal. Let's save money on this. He's like, your son has four impacted wisdom teeth and they all have to be surgically removed. He's like, uh, we're not going to pay for the extra $30 to put him under. Make sure he's awake. Through <laughs> oh, that is, oh, you know, oh it's awful. Dude, I was going to ask it, you that, dude. I was like, is Castle Dental like a still thing? You know, like I'm not I, sure. The, the name is super fitting because it's fucking medieval practice that they use. <laughs> <laughs> they put you like an Iron Maiden or some shit, like pull your teeth out. The whole thing. Castle Dental. Hey, at least we're better than the plague. <laughs> <laughs> we'll seal your wounds with fucking hot tar and feathers, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, awful, dude. And, and since then, I've always hated going to the dentist, but I have to force myself to because I get fucking dumb pain in my mouth and I have to like wait too long like an idiot and then get it taken care of and it's fucking expensive as shit oh yeah yeah i actually i actually went to uh mexico to get my first bridge and we we me and my mom we found this this guy who's licensed in the states and literally right across the border and we priced them both so in the states for me to go get a bridge which is the first three teeth um replaced with a porcelain bridge <laughs> um it was like, dude, the states was stupid. It was like $3,200 or some shit like that. Oh. Across the border at his fucking practice in Mexico, we I, we both paid. Uh, she had to get something else done. I forget what it was. But like the total was 800 bucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, what the exact, right. exact same quality of work. And the best part is when we drive down there before I had that work done, bro, they, would, they had markets that had bars right at the front so you're like you're like at a mini walmart and they just got bars at both of the entrances so like fuck yeah i was like give me uh two tequilas and two dos Equis. it was like 350 <laughs> absolutely i Such love a great time. mexico so fucking much dude yeah that's my mom goes to brazil for dental work dude and still at the same time you tell people that you go out of country for dental work and they look at you sideways it's like motherfucker People are qualified to do this shit, and it literally costs a fraction of what it would fucking cost here. Right, right. It's fucking nutty. And yeah, again, free anesthetic or three fifty anesthetic in your case, dude. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't get. Dude, I was not drinking and doing that. Like that was one of the days I had nothing needed to be done. It was my mom, so I could drink. Fuck that. Getting dental work and getting tanked before that. That's a bad idea. Yeah, that's not a bad good. idea. <laughs> Make this as bloody for you shit. as possible. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bad idea. <laughs> It, you know, here uh, in Willis, man, it's a small town. So, like, uh, I got some stuff uh, cut out and pulled um, maybe like a year ago now. Uh, that was pretty brutal. It's the first time for me. Uh, but it was pretty. It was pretty cheap. You know, some like uh, I think it was. Oh, like, you uh, had an extraction, dude. Fuck, man. What was that like? Huh? Oh, oh, it's 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 like. It's hard to explain. It's almost like um, it didn't hurt. It was a lot of pressure for me. Yeah, constant pressure. It, it didn't hurt. It's just like you, you, if you close. I, I close my eyes sometimes, but most of the time I'd watch the guy, the the doctor. Uh, but you can just see him. It's like it's just like this dude just pulling on your fucking gums. Oh, yeah. oh, like, you can feel him like struggling, pulling out fucking teeth. It's fucking insane. Like, is this trying to talk to you? Or you feel, do you have any pain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that nurse there. She's dude. like, she's like, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Sucking out the blood, <laughs> chunks of fucking bone and you're shit. You're doing a great job by your sister. Yeah. But you can feel it like pulling on your gums at the same right. time. It's so strange. Dude. Right. I, I don't know if you guys went through wisdom teeth, but that was, again, Castle Dental fucking Ukrainian doctor was just like, I'm going <laughs> to make a slice under your tooth. 
And then there's like a mini crowbar that he fucking put under there. He's like, you're going to feel a little bit of pressure. I remember this fucker's hairy forearm pressing into my fucking face. And just like all his body was <laughs> into it to push this fucker out. And I was just like, you fucking asshole, dude. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> if he dies. <laughs> that is, that's Castle Dental policy, dude. I had uh when I was when I was a kid getting fillings, man, it was uh my parents took me to like a Russian it was a female Russian opto- optometrist is it optometrist? Is that what they're called? Oh what are they called? Uh, that's what the eyes, um, or, orthodontist? Orthodontist. orthodontist? Orthodontist, that's it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, optometrists okay. are way nicer. Sorry. Uh but yeah, orthodontist. Um I, it was a it's this huge burly fucking like redheaded lady with the fucking it's, it's almost like classic what you see like in a, an eighties movie this big hot breasted fucking <laughs> yeah no, dude like um I can't remember that movie no, was, I, I the, uh, yeah I can't remember the movie, but like it was like this huge woman well I mean she was you know beautifully built obviously obviously for a Russian woman but like she's she got the curls. Up. Like the the Leo the Leo curls and everything, but she was uh, I was like probably like thirteen at the time, and I had to get two I had to get two uh, 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 caps, and man, she was fucking brutal, like like literally like like no sympathy, like whatever, like who there was like you know usually you have like a second person there that was su- like they'll suck off the fucking chunks of bone and oh, yeah. or the blood, oh, yeah. spit the blood out. No man, fuck all that. My mom was in the same room. It, like my mom was mortified like the entire time. She still brings it up to this day. She's, she she still tells me she's sorry from this shit. But like this lady was like <clears throat> this loving the, the the fill of the impact of the drill grinding into my fucking tooth and hitting my fucking root Ooh. of my gum and like oh. sucking at herself and like like you know all, I never spit. I never my mouth was dry the entire time. She didn't give a oh. fuck about any stuff. Like I, I was I was like I didn't know what to do. That's I was like I was shot a horror shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Prepared yeah, for suffer. Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> drill into that shit. <laughs> yes, doctor. Yes. Um, Stephanie like, Martin. <laughs> that's, that's fucking nuts. I'm your dentist. <laughs> but it was crazy, man. Dentists are. They're, they're, yeah, I'm with. What well, yo? Hey. Dentists and and doctors and hospitals they, they terrify me at any time. So hey, same dude because it's that, never good news. Sure, because you're always going there when something is wrong, no yeah. matter right. what it is. That's what it gets associated with, dude. Like I literally for the first time in probably like ten years had gone to a fucking doctor. I was like, yeah, I, I'm not like my blood pressure is fucking sky high, dude. And I'm like, yeah, and you get that looked at. I kept saying that for so fucking long, and I went and it was just and like. The first time ever, like they took my blood pressure and was like, oh, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, is that bad? And they're like, uh, yeah, this is like you should be having a heart attack level. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I need to start taking medication. Yeah, but they put me on meds and I'm all fucking good now, dude. So cool. that's good. good. Blood thinners or whatever, right? Yeah, it's like blood pressure. Well, it's like super low dose blood pressure medicine that has like zero side effects, dude. Just fucking taking it drops your pressure. And my dad, too. I mean, it's in the family, dude. Fucking strokes, heart attack, cancer, everything bad. Literally, my entire existence is like a Brazilian should never have mated with a Canadian. <laughs> so, like, the German bloodline and Brazilian bloodline should have never have met each other. And it did. And it's just like, this is the way that God curses that for happening. <laughs> And it's just like every every bad thing that can happen to a person, like uh, medically, is is like I just need to be on the lookout for it and just be preemptive, basically. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. 
and do it the same way. I definitely need to go to a doctor as well. I mean, Christ, I can't remember the last time I went to one, even just for a fucking checkup or something. Dude, 10 years, Mike. 10 fucking years. Just go get I it. Believe it man. They'll run your blood and fucking take your blood pressure and shit and just tell you what's wrong. It wasn't that bad at all, dude. And they'd give you fucking pills and fix you up. Right. Should have done I- it a long time ago. Yeah, and I, yeah, I need to do the same thing. It's kind of funny though. You're saying that the Germans don't mix with Brazilians, but apparently they mix great with Argentinians. Oh, because <laughs> yes, they do. That's where all the fucking Nazis went. <laughs> yes, they do. And Brazil was open arms too when they yeah World War Two. Yep. There's oh, the, yeah. that's why Sao Paulo is all fucking white people, dude. It's crazy. You'll huh. go to like the middle of a Brazilian capital in the or not capital, but major Brazilian city, and just see these tall fucking Adonis. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, fucking. That's like, crazy. Uh, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. So, wow. Tron, you've been watching or checking out anything new? I really haven't had much time lately to watch anything new. If you if you get time, dude, uh, something I came across is probably my favorite thing of all time. Uh, Midnight Gospel. What is that? Midnight Gospel. It's an animated series from this guy who it's super. Mike, this show is made for you, dude. It really right is. On. What what's it on? Uh, it it was it on Adult Swim, I think. Okay. Um, I, I I need to figure out what platform. I'll look it up here in a second. Uh, the show is based off of like it's animated characters, but it's the way that this started was like friends that were sitting down doing mushrooms, doing like they're just tripping out, but. <laughs> Good times, but it's not like so much that they're just throwing crazy random ideas out. It's like facing your mortality. It's like one oh, of the episodes, one of the episodes he has his mom on who's an animated character. And what's happening on screen is just visually beautiful and it expresses what each person's going through. So he had his mom on for one episode who's like terminal cancer, basically, oh, wow. and talks to her as his son about or her son about what facing death is in her life and what that's like and they animated in a way that's almost i can't even explain it dude midnight gospel dude I'll, I'll, awesome I mean. I, I'm, I'm telling you like, every episode is a new experience with one of his friends they're not always fucking doing hallucinogenics but it's very introspective well thought out uh like just discussions like the most bare bones down to earth discussions you oh, would have i love existential kind of exploring you know, <laughs> shit like that this show, like I said, dude, like, and I, I'm not even joking. I, I can't believe this is the first time I talked to you about it because when I was watching the show, I was just I like, I feel like I've almost heard the name, but it's just not ringing a big bell. <laughs> I, I let me figure out what platform it's on, but yeah, dude, Midnight Gospel for me, I like it was one of the shows that I watched that it was just like, how is this even on television? Like, how are, I, I, I've never felt like something was tapping into my mind as well as this fucking show was, right? On, yeah, dude, um, yeah, look yeah, that up. Yeah, I'm doing um, it right now. Jeremy, any, any kind of new stuff you've been watching lately? TV shows, movies, anything like that? That's what I just asked Chris. Well, I, I, I want to mention uh, Clarence William III. He passed away today. I wanted to mention oh, that real fast. Oh. Uh, he passed away. Uh, I'm, I'm, he was in his early nineties, I believe. Um, you know, me and Mike covered me and Mike covered um, uh, Tales from the Hood a long time ago on a Halloween episode. Love that show. Uh, but, uh, sorry. Love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, I love it. I got the shit. 
but <laughs> he he passed away today. Very sad. Uh, but I want to kind of mention the guy on the show because he's a great character actor, yes. great great actor, and uh, he's, he's a great performance. And obviously, the Mod Squad. He was you know he, uh, he's great in there. But uh, I think he's a, uh, he's uh, he's great in like the gen- my general uh, the general's daughter. He's a great actor in that movie. Uh, he's in fucking half baked. That was the first movie I ever saw him in before right. Tales from the Hood. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, Cuban B. <laughs> <laughs> Cuban it, B. It's it's fantastic, and uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I just want to R.E.P. him. I, I love Clint. It's one of the third great great actor. So, uh, yeah, I didn't but hear about that. Thank you for telling me, man. I had no that care. was today. So, Fuck, yeah, man. Yeah, what, rest in peace, dude. Fuck. Yeah, R.E.P. Uh, great great actor. But um, uh, movies, yes. Um, I got a lot of I got a lot of movies. I, I got to think about them. Oh, so I watched. Oh, oh, um, oh, sorry, Mike. Uh, Midnight Gospels on Netflix, dude. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. And yeah. Did you talk before Tron with the the cancer? Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, that that's this this show is so fucking. I think Mike used the sad existential. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Actually, it's nope. almost right. it's. Uh, I mean, it's sometimes it's existential. I mean, yeah, that can be yeah. sad sometimes, but it's more about you know. I'm assuming just like. I just I've never yeah I've never felt as connected with reality as than I have watching the shows. Duncan Trussell, oh. is the guy who puts it together. Duncan Trussell, it, sure. yeah, okay. yeah, he's he's the guy who puts it together. It takes <laughs> and has other people on and does he does his own voiceover and and it's uh just watch it, dude. It's so fucking good. I don't even I can't even do it justice explaining it. Yeah, but I'll so, check it out. yeah, but sorry, Jeremy, dude, you were talking about new movies. Well, I, I also, you know, we, uh, I, you know, you're talking about this, this, this podcast or not podcast, the, this series uh, about cancer, and I, um, you know, I've mentioned it on Facebook uh, a year ago back, and I, it's kind of, you know, we ha- we don't really talk about this kind of stuff on the show, and I kind of want to just take the time out to talk about this real quick before we get into movies and games sure. and whatever else. But um, a really great friend of mine who uh, I, I met back way back in the day, uh, we used to work together at the the, the movie theater, the uh, little town uh, in the woodlands on Lake Robbins Drive, uh, Cherish. Uh, my friend Cherish, uh, she passed away last uh, last year from cancer as well. Uh, they 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 told her she had breast cancer, and then they said that they she got rid of it was gone, and they missed that diagnosed her, and oh. she still had it. And uh, I talked to her through Facebook messaging up to, pretty close up to the day where she actually passed away the week after that. Um, but um, she was an incredible person, a lot of fun. Um, she's got two great girls, um, uh, really interesting. Oh, brutal, and, and man. It's really sad uh, to lose somebody like that. It's really kind of like prevalent in your life. Um, who you've like talked to and hung out with and went to bars with and shit like that. Uh, and worked with too and went to lunch with a and everything like friend. that. Yeah, we're yeah. friends. Um, it was it was a, it was kind of the one of those first situations for me, at least. Uh, I, I I think besides that, my uh, I had a, uh, an uncle, a great uncle, uh, back in the day when I was a kid. Uh, he passed away from AIDS. Uh, it was, but I actually got to know the guy, and never he grew up in Palestine, and where he was a he was like the first gay lawyer, you know, in, in Palestine, Texas. What you a know, fucking sick life, dude. Like yeah, that's a brand. radical fucking life. <laughs> Pretty really cool. Very proud of the man. Really great guy, smart guy. Uh, one of the, I think one of the proudest moments in the sort of my mom's sort of generation there, uh, dude, he didn't give a fuck, but like, I never really understood how that what kind of like that sort of was when you lose somebody like that. But I want to yes, RIP cherish. Uh, you, you were a great friend and uh, a good buddy and hope, hope we get to see you someday beyond the veil there, man. Uh, but, um, and you know, fuck cancer. And fuck yeah, cancer. Fuck cancer well, you boys remember fucking Joe Grandstaff, dude, right? I'm sorry. 
Joe Grandstaff? Mm, I don't. The, the name does not ring a bell. No. For sure, you've all met him. Uh, but he got like this really crazy form of leukemia to where like it was super rare and like it, it, it's terminal as terminal something could be. And this guy, this fucking fucking dude, he literally just he had his wedding uh, last month, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. This dude okay. who has like like scheduled to be a football player in fucking college, like rock star dude, was the only dude to donate bone marrow, and he stepped up and fucking donated and saved his life, dude. Like, holy shit! Yeah, wow. And That's and amazing. it worked. It fucking held, and now he's out there with Star and their fucking kid, dude. Like, just killing it, dude. Like, That's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, That's it, an incredible story. That's incredible. And that, I mean, I feel like that's a great thing. You get the really tragic, and then you get the uplifting one, too, man, because that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, sure, man. And, and it's most, so fucking unrelenting. Yeah, yeah and mostly it's it, it doesn't turn up positive, but every now and then when you see a positive story, it's just so fucking like, oh, dude, that's great. Uplifting. Yeah. yeah, it's super uplifting. You know, um, uh, the thing with uh, my friend Cherish, um, uh, she 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 had a terrible like sort of like you know she had a terrible relationship with her uh, ex husband. He's a piece of shit. He's abusive. Uh, fuck that guy. He's still alive. That's that's what I hate about life. Sometimes like one fucker can keep living on when the nice person dies. Uh, uh, dude, fucked yeah. up. But um, she met a really great guy. He's a nice guy. A really good dude. Down to the uh, down to the roots. Uh, good to her kid, her daughters, and they and uh, they live with him. Which is amazing, and um, consider him a dad. And uh, I just hope that all the really great things that she did and kind of passed on to him and, and to her to her children, and they become you know that's that's kind of what you're saying before Tron. Like you know, there's a positive out of all this. So it's, hopefully, her her sort of shining light sort of makes them better people in the long run. So we we that's all we can hope for. So well, that's it. I think that's a scary thing for all of us. I mean, we try to dodge cancer as much as we fucking can. I right. Mean, that's 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 why I skip on smoking now, dude. But yeah, or like you saying earlier, we were talking before the episode about fucking vaping, dude. And that was one of the things that switched me off was just like, man, I gotta stop fucking smoking. Like I went from pack a day to like once a week, maybe smoking vape kind of shit or twice a week kind of shit. And I was like, and that's good, man. Just keep going that way, bro. Yeah, you're supposed to wean off, I think, too, but I just <laughs> fucking well, stick. See, it, yeah, I, that's the plan. I think but... it's different for so many different people. I know countless that have gone literally cold turkey, didn't do anything else, and stuck with it. Then yeah. I know several others who d- tried that same strategy and go right back. I know some who used to vape, like I was saying, and mm. it's it's you got to find what's best for you, man. Well, the pro- my problem is I don't crave it unless I'm drinking, and I cut my drinking down like once a week. But it's like fuck, man. <laughs> Dude, if I have a heavy work day, that's when I'm always like, God oh. damn, I can use a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, that's what gets showing my true sure. colors. Yeah, I drink every day and I vape every day, so hey. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tap into smoking again every now and then. The problem is it'll fucking hit me, and I'm just like, nah, vaping's good and all, but God damn, the smoke is so great. <laughs> <laughs> this nicotine plant knows what it's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore, man. I, I tried it uh, maybe a year and a half ago, an actual cigarette. It's like, man, I just, nah, it's not my thing anymore. That's I can't good. do it anymore. Smooth, yeah. I'm in flavor country. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, movies and whatever. So I'll start oh, yeah. off. I was just asking him something new he's been watching. So any, anything you've been doing. for real, for real. Well, so the, I, the actual name of our podcast could be movies or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pop culture purgatory. Uh, a little bit of purgatory in there. It's a little bit of pop culture. Uh, but so I'll mention my first. I'll, I'll my first one. I'll mention is a brand new thing. This is brand new. I watched it last night uh, with. Uh, Whiskey uh, that was um, 
suggested from Tron that I bought. Seventeen ninety two, baby. Seventeen ninety two, right? Fantastic fucking great, bourbon, dude. Great whiskey. Uh, I got me. I got me a glass of whiskey. Uh, and my mom was there, and she, we're hanging out, and uh, joined in with a bit early, and uh, me and my mom went to HBO Max and watched The Conjuring Three. Uh, got the devil told me to do it or some stupid shit. I don't know what it's called. It's something like that. <laughs> I saw that pop up. How was it, dude? Was it worth watching? Uh, no, it's not worth watching. <laughs> no matter how many glasses of whiskey you went down on that shit, it didn't make um, it matter. <laughs> I, I did three it's glasses and <laughs> I did three glasses of whiskey, and I was like, nah, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> The whiskey was great. The movie was terrible. But I mean, you know, for me, I don't like any of the Conjuring movies at all. I think that all the Conjuring movies have great cinematography. They're beautifully shot. They look great. There was the one I enjoyed. I think it was the second one, but the first one's awful. I never understood the hype. I couldn't believe it got a sequel, okay. but good. Sorry. Yeah, I don't get it either, man. I'm, I'm with you, Mike. Like straight on, straight on point. Well, the thing, one of the biggest things for me is that uh, Ed and Lorraine Lauren are total fucking uh, uh, pieces of shit people in real life. Well, they were yes. now, yes. but they're charlatans. Yeah, they're, they're total like charlatans and used car salesmen, in my opinion. Uh, using the using the Catholic and the Christianity religion behind them to sort of sell product, and that's what they did. They were they were salesmen. <clears throat> Just Mike- happened. Just Mike happened would, to be there at the right time, at the right time, and if we're there, and there's like, hey, you know, we're Christians. Let's use this as a fucking thing to capitalize on, and 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 I, Mike using another great fucking term today, charlatans. Yes, and so now every time I see that based on a true story shit that they fucking tag in on, right. it's like go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. Seriously, it's like, what, what was that alien movie with Mila Jovovich, which is actually really entertaining, the fourth kind or something like that. The fourth kind. Like, Okay, yeah, but the, the opening is like based on a true story. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Immediately, three minutes of the movie, I'm looking up the true story. I was like, this is absolutely nothing like what actually happened. And then you, you watch the fourth kind. The you watch the fourth kind and you like do some research and you find out about like sleep paralysis. I'm like, oh, she just got sleep paralysis the whole fucking time. It's like, that's exactly it's, it's what it was. It's it a fun movie, though. I will say they did a good job on that film. It's entertaining. They did. Yeah, they did. But they also did a great job on like uh, on uh, the movie that we covered here with Martin, um, uh, Fire in the Sky. Great film. Yeah. Also based off of a quote-unquote true fucking story, right? And it's like... Based on uh, a true story? Yeah. yeah. That one has a lot more accuracies to actually what happened, at least as to what was reported. You know, but that's all you ever get is witness testimony. I think if you want to go either way, I think if you want an alien story that's going to be true and it's going to last for decades, uh, you find four to five people that will always agree with that story. And in, in articles... Where they come back to you and talk to you about what you experienced, as long as you guys have the same story every time, the decade after decade after decade, for some people that means it's a true story. It's not. Sure. It always, it always, to it be always, honest, that's not to demean the fire in the sky story because there's a lot of really right. interesting facts it is. Yeah, presented yeah. in that one. But I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, man. Right. Yeah, there's there's consistency, but the thing is, I, almost all of them take place in bumfuck nowhere. And maybe is it a kink to like get raped by an alien? Like it, it must be. Dude. <laughs> it's got, it definitely, it definitely is. Carpenter gets an anal probe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, well, right. Bring it back to fucking like season one, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Literally like the second episode. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> But it's so, always yeah, a bumfuck uh, Egypt, dude, every single time. So it's – why isn't this never happening in, like, downtown Houston, a fucking spaceship comes in? <laughs> ever notice? One yeah. of the Austin. most compelling Austin. ones I've ever read is from the 40s during World War II. The San Francisco Bay, um, there's, like, a firefight they had with – like, it, it was – they just saw weird lights approaching. 
and like you know, you know this is during World War II, so I people are actively that. engaging them. Uh, yeah. But it's a really interesting story. You, it's never really determined what actually happened. And this is a few years pre-Roswell, too, which is always found. And to me, like, I, I never buy into stuff without true facts, but I love entertaining the ideas. <laughs> you know, I dig it. I would, it. Never, sell, I would never sell them as true, you know? I dig it, too, dude. It's, But, yeah, I, I need – I'm – man, I – I believe in it, but there's. It's just like I need facts fucking laid out. And I need facts. <laughs> yeah. they they laid out a bunch of shit recently, didn't they? They did release a bunch of footage. Um, uh, of, like, I mean, I've seen the footage of yeah. unidentified flying objects, but I guarantee it's probably Russian and Chinese. Yeah, and experimental at some point. aircrafts, and there, there's so much to like explain on it. And well, there's yeah. there's been a report released that even in the '90s, China was at least two decades ahead of us. Technology-wise, makes, really? makes sense. You know, makes they, sense. well, because they, they force fucking labor on everyone. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, they're fucking fascist. They're in hyper mode, dude. Yeah. yeah, they are humbled to work twenty-four-seven. So hey, yeah, uh, that's how oh, you, you die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost there's like a three there's like a three-year period. Oh, you hear almost every other day of. People uh, in Apple's Chinese workshops committing suicide. Like China doesn't give a fuck. It's dude. brutal. No, they're they're the least, they could give a fuck about their citizens. And overworking is just like this is how we catch up to everybody else. And if they stick to it, dude, holy fuck, man! It's, how it's far? An, it's, it's, an, it's at this point, it's an honorable thing. It's an honorable thing to work a twelve-hour shift with like a fifteen-minute lunch break. You know, oh. something like that. It's 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 insane. Uh, but honorable, but it is expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> expected indeed, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, but I, well, I'll, I'll say um, if anybody wants to go, uh, wants to waste like two and a half hours, because it's two and a half hours long. It's really long. If you guys want to go back, if you guys want to go and watch fucking The Devil Made Me Do It, Conjuring Three, it's on HBO Max until like uh, until like the late late part of June, I think it is. Or oh, until it hits theaters so, or whatever. Uh, is it jump scare kind of shit, or is it does it have like an actual natural? Have, have you seen the other ones, Chris? I watched. Uh, is Annabelle one of them? Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's a that's a uh, 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 that's a story from these two people. Okay, so I think I looked into the background of that, and I was like, this doesn't match up really that well to make sense to make a movie. And but a lot of horror movies are the exact same nowadays, except for you know, like Robert Edgar, what he's doing is incredible with the witch in the lighthouse, but. A lot oh, of it all. Gee, yeah, Lighthouse is great. Uh, you got like like Mandy with uh, 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 Cosmatos, which is a great horror flick. But like, you don't get a lot of cool stuff in horror recently. I, I have, at least I haven't seen that. I, and I'm a horror guy, so I'm. Well, you have, um, you have, I, know, you I, have uh, I don't know, thing. man. Cronenberg's Cronenberg's son, Possessor, is awesome. You guys want to Possessor? It's a cool movie. That's David Cronenberg's son. That's a cool movie. I kind of, I, I kind of <laughs> like some of the shit we've done. I mean, recently, well, not recently, but you know, we did a uh, Midsummer. I kind of like that style. I <clears> like <throat> that director because, but I really enjoyed. Uh, oh fuck, Hereditary, his first movie. I thought it was yes. Really oh, Midsummer that's just like, like well, literally just put the throttle on full and just kept running until a guy <laughs> was was fucking people in orgy and then. Burned himself in a bear suit. We talk about Midsummer. I think Midsummer, Midsummer looks great. I think it's a great oh, looking yeah. movie. Uh, I think it's really well acted too. But for some reason, this guy who directed Midsummer and also directed Hereditary, uh, for I, I, it might be a fucked up person who I am. Um, I laugh because how re- it, it's they, he brings it to a point where it's so over the top. 
like he pushes like it's so for me at least it's over the top it's like it's so much and it's it's it feels so ridiculous to me i laugh i i laugh when the dude gets fucking he's fucking an old lady in a in a burning church it's hilarious to me i laugh but, uh it's it's funny the girl puts her head out the window and gets her head taken off by a fucking telephone pole i laugh about I, it, it just, but it's, it's all based on your preference of what's going on i remember seeing right. the first time i was like what the fuck <laughs> and i, I laughed maybe at the absurdity of it but at the realization of what's going on i was like the shock moment is just fucking going crazy yeah but, <laughs> but me, also you guys uh, on uh lars von trier i think yeah lars so, von oh trier. My so so uh Ant- antichrist if you guys are fucking with willem dafoe in it dude like that we've to me seen, we've all seen antichrist i think yeah and to me i didn't know what i was getting rab actually told me like dude go watch this fucking thing and he's like, and I was like, well, what's about? He's like, fuck you. I'm not telling you a single thing. Watch, watch this. Watch this and come back and tell me what you fucking thought of it. And from beginning to end, this is the type of like horror like movie that dick. I. Yeah. <laughs> His poor dick, dude. <laughs> you know, I feel like there's so many Lars Marcher movies like cut. that. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, what's the? Did you ever see the one where it's like all on a stage play? It's like a three-hour dog wood or something, dog something. Doggy like that one is fucked up, man. Dude, fucking wild, man. Yeah, it's this guy has a way of. Uh, so for me, I like the building weirdness of it. What you, what, 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 kind of what I'm getting at that you won't get that with uh, uh, the Conjuring Three. You won't get, uh, you won't get any kind of like uh, building to it. You won't get any sort of like uh, uh, maybe uh, character, sort of character like in uh, development. You won't get any of that kind of stuff. It's all very like uh, uh, paint by numbers and boring. And it happens to be like two yeah. and a, again two and a half hours long. They're all two and a half hours long. Besides, I think the first one. But they're like, like super needlessly, long. needlessly fucking long. They're way too long. Yeah, it's just like I, I, I love the period piece stuff. I, I love that. So, and they do a great job filming it. It looks fantastic. Again, like I said, music is good. Uh, but um, you know, you have to follow Ed and Lorraine Lauren, uh, uh, Warren characters, and they're for me, they're the most boring fucking people uh, in the <laughs> entire fucking series of it. So it's based off their quote-unquote stories true stories or whatever well, yeah i think mike brought it up is like the uh, being previous car salesman you just know the fucking character of these people i mean that... <laughs> i mean what's his name uh, uh the guy who plays ed uh, uh ed warren uh the guy who played night owl and uh in uh, yeah. Watchmen. i can't remember the guy's name the actor I can't think of his name uh but um you, you see him in all three he looks like he looks like a used car salesman and for me the ultimate used car salesman is Kurt Russell from Used Cars. So yeah, you know, what the fucking movie, dude? This oh guy, my god, this guy <laughs> is terrible. They, they both, and I, you know, it's weird. Patrick I, Wilson. I, I had to look it up. Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Yes, <sighs> I love Patrick Wilson, and I love uh, uh, Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, whatever her name is. She's gorgeous and beautiful. I love her until I'm and dead. But great actress. Great actress, but like they are sort of roped into this goofy fucking story, and it they're all it's just. It's so stupid. <laughs> but, <laughs> do we ever? Agree. Do, I, I can do use the first one, but I did like the second one. I, I I can't even lie about that. But I haven't watched. Oh man, that's good. After I, mean, I saw they were doing the Annabelle. It's like a prequel. I'm pretty sure Annabelle. Annabelle two like is a, Annabelle two is a prequel. Annabelle one is like an act like an actual like. Oh, okay, okay. I was confusing okay. as shit. Me, yeah, and Bryce, me and Bryce watched Annabelle 2 together. We laughed a lot. And then Annabelle 1, I, <laughs> I, it was a drunken night. I just watched it by myself, and I laughed. And it, they're just both, again, slick-looking movies. 
just nothing at the no heart. They're born. They're born. You know, so, hey. Did we ever cover used cars? No, we haven't. No, uh, not yet. We should. I felt like we should have. Uh, maybe way later we down the line. Should do that line. with Cadillac, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Cadillac, man. So hey. Whatever. Oh yeah. We do but car months. Cars. My dad would use it all the time because I, I I found out about used cars from my dad. But uh, my dad would always like if um he would do the because you know he was a, a, a independent contractor back in the day, mm-hmm. and uh, he would come up with inf- come up with quotes or invoices uh, for like uh, certain jobs or like. Way too fucking high. Didn't fucking <laughs> from these cars or whatever. <laughs> oh, I love That's that. Great. Everything with Kurt Russell in it, dude. Again, I, I can't can't get enough. Kurt that Russell stuff. and Robert Zemeckis, who directed it, the guy who directed Holy Back to the Shit. Show. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. That's his first movie. And you when you have the uh is the beginning of the movie where Kurt Russell's working, he's pacing I think he's chewing up some gum and like putting on a mirror to put on the car. Yeah, to hold it together, um, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> but the greatest part though, the side mirror where the camera's kind of like rolling up like steady cam style, you can see the you can see everybody in that mirror when it comes up to the car. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. But that movie's amazing, a classic, perfect movie in my opinion, used cars, but yes. Um, but so imagine, like, imagine. Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. No, 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 you bud. Uh, after watching uh, Escape from New York, I've been watching Captain Ron and like all the old school fucking Kurt Russell movies I can find. It's been great. I've never seen this, so I have to find it. Oh, There's it's, used cars. It's I've a gem. Oh, wow. All right. This is the first time I've it's ever seen a movie that you haven't. Never got a chance. Oh, sorry. No, I, I think honestly, decent. This is like the first one I've ever seen that you haven't. <laughs> Right. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. This might be the Mike, first I, one ever, dude. Seriously. Mike, <laughs> but it's there's, fucking there's, there's a, So, Mike, there's like a, 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 a coming up used cars dealership on one side of the, of the like, the road. And we have uh, Kurt Russell's used cars dealership on the other side of the road. And, like, uh, to, there's a point in the movie, because Kurt Russell wants to be, wants to be uh, he's trying to be mayor of this town. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Kurt Russell's like, fuck it. Uh, we'll get strippers and shit. We'll shoot shit with, shoot with shotguns <laughs> for advertisements. Mm-hmm. And he gets strippers to come out with, like, kids and shit with their families and stuff like that. They're, like, <laughs> look at all the cars, give out, like, candy and shit. Like, they get these out there shooting fucking windows out with shotguns. Like, <laughs> I mean, this, I'd be sold. This car is, <laughs> this car is $1,300. Way too fucking high, and like blows up the fucking windshield and shit. Some shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm gonna check that out. That sounds great. It's awesome. Like, and Bob Gale, was, Mike. Bob Gale is a producer too. Did, did you I, I was just Welcome pulling up the trivia right now, man. Or the the pulling it up on IMDb right. right now. Jack Warden and shit. Like, oh my oh, god. Oh, Jack Warden yeah. plays. Jack Warden plays two roles. He plays a good guy role and a bad guy role, dude. Nice. Great. Yeah. It's great. And Michael McKean is in this. Hell yeah. Yeah, I have to check this out. So the uh, judge, the guys in Final Tap. Sorry. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah, the main lead singer Michael McKean is in this movie too. From uh, main lead singer from Final Tap. I did not know that. I did never made that connection, dude. And those are. And we have uh, what's his name? Uh, who also works at the car dealership? Who's uh, he's uh, he's terrified of like uh, walking underneath ladders. He's scared of black cats. He's scared of like uh, breaking gl- mirrors. So he's always continuously you know. rubbing his rabbit foot the whole time. Like, oh, don't don't walk under the ladder. Don't do that. Don't, the black cat sounds like a get that baseball black player. cat here. <laughs> it's amazing. <All> superstitions. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and then 
mechanic. Uh, yeah, great, uh, Tron, the mechanic, the, the African American uh, man who's in his, who's also who's the, um, uh, the the police chief and last African hero. Oh, Frank, Af- Frank McRae is his real name. Jim. The okay, he just passed away recently, I think. Oh shit, man. Uh, yeah, like he, he was. He, dude, he's Captain Doyle. He's the captain in fucking um, uh, Loaded Weapon. Lots of things, yeah. Loaded Weapon, yes, dude. I, I love that movie so much. So <laughs> me too, dude. Guys, oh, I so Loaded good. Weapon on the podcast sometime, but yes. Uh, my favorite scene is fucking. Trash, uh, good, dude, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name at that like Seven Eleven, wherever? Like opening up Emilio, that Emilio, dude. Like, just like yeah, yeah, Emilio's magazine. Of- <laughs> 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 like sniper rifle or some shit. Like damn. Dude, it, it, like he's as he's shooting the machine gun, the bullet piles is like literally just surrounding his whole body. <laughs> It's so fucking like trailer home on the beach is like a fucking castle like in like Transylvania and shit. <laughs> oh dude, it's it's the fucking captain and last action hero. That's what you said. Yeah. He's the last oh, action. my bad, I missed that. My fault. Uh, but he's the mechanic guy in here. Uh he he's all, right. he just, he fixes all the cars up. He's got and he got his dog who's his best friend. I don't know. I, I don't want to spoil any more about it. I think he's Yeah, yeah, leave it there cuz I I I I can't wait to check this out. Yeah, we're going to pick this up for sure, dude. We have to do an episode on the shit for sure. Calm down. Ian Martin did a review of this on our old show back in the day, kind of like uh, uh, celebrating my dad, because my dad was a big fan of these cars. We did these cars, and we did um, True Lies back in the day. Oh, kind of, nice. Kind of like representing my dad after he passed away. So we we, we did that. Uh, but it's been a long time since I watched it, so I can't wait to watch. The ending is come, It's almost Blues Brothers-esque with how many cars and fucking crashes and explosions shit and, and fucking yeah, awesome. dude. Yeah, they, 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 but like. But like high school kids, like learning how to drive the first time, driving cars. It's pretty great. <laughs> but, yeah. anyway. That was the movie. Oh, not used cars, but Conjuring Three is what I watched. It's not great. Uh, watch it. Don't watch it. Spend your time watching like. But it, else, it applies, Jeremy. You're you're li- you're literally we're talking about the fucking characters and used cars. Uh, if they were real people. To this day, we're they're real. If they're ghost hunters and they made a movie based off their real life experiences, right, right. They're all used car salesmen. I've always called them used car salesmen every time. Yeah, every time. Yeah, it's the only way to address them. Honestly, anybody that comes out and says on a ghost, a ghost, uh, ghost show where they come out and says like, "Fuck you, fucking ghost! Come out and fucking check me out, you fucking piece of shit." <laughs> yeah, hey, listen. Also, check out this Plymouth ninety five. It's beautiful, man. Look, look the interior. It's amazing. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so a show I've been watching recently. It's on Netflix now. I'd never heard it before. It came out in 2016. Startup. I don't know if y'all have heard about. No, this I haven't heard of it, dude. So here's the description. A desperate banker, a Haitian-American gang lord, and a Cuban-American hacker are forced to work together to unwittingly create their version of the American dream. And basically, they're trying to form a new cryptocurrency. Wow! It's got, like, elements of Breaking Bad and Ozark in terms of no one's safe. Anyone can fucking die in the show. I love that, (laughs) dude. I love that. I'm about – so here's kind of the shit part about it. It was released on Crackle originally, and they only did three seasons. And it hasn't been canceled, but they don't have any plans for a fourth yet. And the end of season three ends on a big fucking cliffhanger, honestly. No. But uh, since it's oh. been it's been it's been number one on Netflix for weeks. Like if you just go through the top ten, it's been up there for weeks. So people are hoping that with the popularity because it hasn't been officially canceled at all. 
that whole, Adam Brody is in it, which he's not a good actor. Adam Brody, really, yes. He's, Adam he's Brody. really good in this show, and he's one of the producers. Um, right. Edie Gathigi, who he plays the Haitian-American gang lord. This guy is a fucking boss in this, but this show. Just so good. And there's a couple other people you may... Oh, Martin Freeman, fucking oh, you know, Bilbo. Freeman. Hey, oh, Young Martin Bilbo Freeman. was in this in the first two seasons, which is great. And that doesn't spoil anything. Uh, but like it's it's a really good show. It's it's I love kind of crime dramas and shit like that where like it's brutal as fuck and it's definitely one of those shows. It's on Netflix right now and it's a lot of fun, man. And so just, dude, I, I, I'm a hundred percent into that, dude. That so um it's it's on a cliffhanger. Uh unfortunately. The end of the oh, third man. season, which <laughs> premiered in 2019 and COVID hit. And um, they didn't cancel the show. They just said, obviously, we're not going to do it while this is going on. But it's gained such immense popularity on Netflix. I'm just hoping for at least one more final season. But we'll have to see how it goes. But it's definitely worth watching regardless of that. Right. But I think one of the best things that Netflix does is, like, it finds out that they look at that viewer rate. They love the viewer rates. And they will put money towards that. Like, all right. That's what they do with that, that. the, the devil, the Lucifer show, whatever. And yeah, that's it's a, it's a which is on, show. Which is on like CBC, uh, CBS or ABC or whatever. And they, or they brought the Netflix. One of those. And they and brought it back be, for like, yeah, they brought it back. So, I mean, hey, they'll do it. To be honest, like, I watched a few episodes in that first season. It's your typical serial basic cable show. You know what I mean? It feels like, very angel that, to me. <laughs> or yeah, fluffy yeah, vampire slayer. Right, right, he's the devil, just opposite, whatever. Um, but like, I was reading reviews on it because it's super. It's always in number one on fucking Netflix. Right. And apparently, when Netflix picked it up, they changed it. But I don't know if I can even fucking go through those first three seasons. No, I, I, no, I mean I, it was entertaining the first few, but it just gets so formulaic, you know, like right, right. It just gets annoying. But I, but I, I would recommend because uh, Lucifer is based off a of Vertigo comic book, so I'd right. recommend. I recommend you going. Uh, it's Lucifer's based off a Vertigo comic from uh, DC produced. Uh, their uh, independent line was called Vertigo, which we have we have helped. Neil, Neil Kane, right? He wrote that. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I don't remember who wrote it, but okay, they, my bad. It, but like, uh, I'd rather I I'd suggest more just reading the comic book because the book comic back in the nineties is way cooler. So yeah, they all. I, I watched I, I watched those yeah. first three seasons. The, the first three episodes too. They're like, man, I can't get into this. But like, I remember reading a couple of the comic books. I'm like, Holy yeah, shit! It, yeah, it was Neil Gaiman. You're right. Oh, yeah. or I would like. Oh, Neil Gaiman. Yeah, Gaiman. Yeah, it makes sense. Neil Gaiman loves the devil. So, hell Satan, hell Satan. Yeah, those are you know, uh, like I said, Lucifer. I barely got into, and it, like it, it seems like it could be fun, but I don't know if it's worth going through twenty fucking episodes. And oh I hate God, that format can... on basic cable. I like uh... it just gets so taxing and annoying. But startup is really good and definitely something that everyone so it's, should it, check out. It's it's uh it's it's uh. So is it like just like law based on? So I I was I was hard pressed to fucking watch a show that had many seasons over something until I watched The Wire, I guess. Into oh my getting, god, Wire! Yeah. Well, if you want to, another Italian great drama, I think I've told you about already is Gamora on HBO Max. It's oh yeah, fucking amazing, dude! I've and heard so much. The last season right now, really? Yeah, I've it's, heard so much good shit about that, dude. It's incredible. <laughs> like one of the, it's definitely. Apparently in Italy, which you know, it's an Italian show, it mm. um, actually gained way more viewers than Game of Thrones did at its peak in like season three and four. So it like that. I don't, granted wow. that's in their country, but it's still fucking. It, it's Jesus, a really, really, dude. really, really good show. 
Right on, right on, right on. Dude, I'm on it's board, brutal. man. There's so much content out there, dude. It's just so hard. I know. To... Yeah, it's tough. I, I watched, um, <clears throat> I'll mention this real quick before I let Tron go. Uh, I watched, uh, what is it? Uh, Mayor of Easttown. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I've been watching that, and that show that show is awesome. If you you want to show, it's like really like low key, but like if you love the Coen Brothers or some shit, Mary Beach sounds really cool. Yeah, I, it, and Mary Winslet is a fucking just unbelievably good in this fucking show. Yeah, she is the Kate Winslet is, is is awesome. Like that first episode, she's uh, like the whole like uh, basketball. She's like a basketball. She played basketball, like, uh, ladies basketball back in the right, day right, in the eighties. Don't, don't give away any spoilers, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Gary Pierce is awesome in it too. So, but everybody's great in it. It's, it's if you guys want to get a really like low key sort of like a like a, tr- a drama, but like a crime thriller um, that's all set in like like it looks like Maine, but it's not. I don't know if it's Maine or not, but like it's it's all like gray all the time, I which I it's love. Like a Boston area. So, if I think I'm it's not because, mistaken. Yeah, because everybody speaks very Boston esque. Um, and I, I was reading trivia on it. Apparently, every other actor was terrified to to lose the accent. Like uh, you know, like oh, when they're okay. not shooting. No, no, I mean when they're not shooting. And right. Kate Winslet would go in and out of her British to that accent. British like accent. Fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn Kate, That's man. a cool show, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, how the it, fuck is the first time I'm hearing about this? It sounds incredible. Because it wasn't advertised, to be honest. Just, yeah, they, like 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 I'm actually surprised that like uh, a mayor. Uh, of of uh, of East Town is actually a, like a popular thing because it's such a downer of a show. Oh, yeah. But okay. I, I'm surprised it's not like I, I'm not really that surprised they don't like advertise very much because like I can can you imagine what the trailer would look like, Mike, for the show? Yeah, it's like I mean, gray brutal. skies, gray skies. I'm bummed. I'm fucked. I'm drunk. I'm getting drunk. Uh, fucking my life sucks. <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah, it's not for everybody. Well, I- when I first saw it on HBO, I thought it was like a show from another network that had been put on there after they bought it, right. you know? <laughs> yeah, right. It's really good. Really, really fucking good. Yeah, oh, Mayor's, dude, I'm on board, man. Your main character's name is Mayor, so I don't think a lot of people are like really down for that, but like, it's really good. <laughs> I, I'm going to... I, if, if, can you imagine your best friend's name is Mayor and not ripping on him constantly for that shit? <laughs> 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 I use a wonderland, but like, it, it, it's... Just it's really naying him all the time. Yeah, <laughs> between well, Chauncey and Mayor. What about you, Sean? What have you been watching, brother? Oh, uh, uh, I said it earlier, dude. Midnight Gospel is my fucking. It, it's it, besides that, though. Uh, dude, uh, what the fuck have I been watching? Some stupid trash TV. So, um, Ink Master has been another one that I've been watching, which is a fucking dumb, constant fucking show that's just like good to have. Yeah, I used to watch that all the time. Ink, Ink Master, dude, and apparently oh, I've been watching that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> On Paramount, so it's just for me. I, I don't know what the attraction is, but me and Jazz watch that shit like when we have uh, lunch, and you know if it extends further. But it, it just started just like a bullshit thing to watch. We're extending into like fucking like the last season. Apparently, uh, Peck Pecker, if you will, got busted on. <laughs> I doing will. Black- I will definitely. Well, <laughs> yeah, got busted on doing blackface, so they're gonna cut the show. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, not just not just like you know, it's like God, dude. Like, it's fine. He's cool, no problem. He's like, uh, I thought they're gonna cancel him for having like a Turbo Negro fucking patch on his jacket or something. But, 
it was it was just like ah, oh, it's just a bamble. And I saw the pictures. It's like he went full blackface, yeah. and I was it's like, dude, no, bad. it's ah, bad. It's, it's Justin Trudeau in Canada, bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just like, man, I can't, I can't defend this fucking guy right now, man. I just can't. But I understand he's just trying to be shocking and crazy as a fucking kid. Like this is probably twenty year old fucking photo. Somewhere, <laughs> and, and that is the line. the The line is there. Like, I like the guy a lot, but I can't defend that fucking action. Dude, he's been there since like season one, right? I'm pretty no, sure. no, he, he's the guy that's between him and the the Chris. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the two judges, and then fucking uh, Navarro's Twinkie ass. Like, <laughs> uh, dude, every time he's on. I love my favorite. Our favorite fucking thing, dude, is when they shoehorn in like fucking ads. And my favorite one is like Taco Bell, <laughs> like kind of fucking sponsorship. <laughs> and so they're just like, okay, guys, so you have two hours to complete this tattoo and it's going to be an elimination. And make sure you live moss, like by living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of MTV's The Challenge. I have been for years. And oh, like, yeah. Uh, on Paramount Plus, they have the old ones back in like early 2000s. And it's hilarious. Every time it's like, hey, we just got a message from TJ on our T Mobile soundtrack. <laughs> like, look how crazy this keyboard just flops out. It's like, it's yeah. so, it's so pandering. It's fucking oh, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. that The amount of times they said Live Moss, like in the things, like Live Moss and get random tattoos by like, what a wild thing, too, because some of these people that go in that are blank canvases literally are just showing up to get, like, 24-hour full-body tattoos and have or no... sometimes control. really shitty tattoos. Terrible <laughs> tattoos. Uh, and they must know they're getting into it because the people, like, there's the whole skull challenge, right? So they hand out the skulls, whoever won, and they're, like, the talented people. And if you're... They intentionally give the skulls to the people that get fucked, like, to fuck another team up. So they're just, like... Oh, I'm going to get a garbage tattoo. Literally, it'll line out just like, let's figure out what the worst option is and hand that to someone. And it's just like, can you imagine being like... great TV. Yeah, awesome TV. A permanent fucking problem for somebody who signs up is just like, I am a canvas. Uh, you're going to draw garbage on me. And then they're going to rip on it for the next... The rest of the show, like they'll pull up the tattoo and zoom in on. It's like, wow, you, ah, man, you're fucking trash. <laughs> Coming from a guy that has a lot of shit, I have a lot of shitty tattoos, dude. That that is that's rough to get through, dude. <laughs> Your public tattoos. Oh, it's fucking oh gnarly. God. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean. I, I I mean I yeah I watched all that shit. Yeah, I watched the um the, the, the Kate Von D show back in the day. Oh Cat Von D show back in the day. Uh, my oh, love my, Luke, you know, I think. Yeah, she had a show, right? She had a show oh, on Luke, Netflix. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean I love Cat Von D. I think he's well first off, extremely attractive. Oh, Sorry, I'm a guy, so that's just how it works. But like also she's a great she's an incredible artist. Archie's so, like, a nightmare to work with. I believe it, but there's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> then there was that other pod, There was that other uh, Netflix show. That bald guy from like New Jersey or some shit. I forget what that one's called. Um, it's also embarrassing too. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're, all the tattoo shows that I watch, they're like the, 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 the like the food shows that I watch. Like I, I started watching this food show. My mom was like, my mom told me about this food show to watch. Um, like it's like it's, it's set in Texas. It's like a Texas barbecue uh, show. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's embarrassing. I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah I know you, what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah, right. I've it, seen it. Yeah, 
It's oh. really embarrassing to watch. Like, it's hard to watch it. Like it's 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 hard. It's so hard. But like it's it, again. I hate to say. I hate to be cliche. But like it is truly like a car accident. Like you like to watch it just you to see how looking. people fail. It's incredible. It's, like it's, it's, it's that's just, a true guilty pleasure. It really it is fucking is. Really <laughs> good. You know that's why I love like Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. Oh, I love that. Or, or, or Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. Hell's I love Kitchen, to see yeah. people fail, but then uh, uh, semi kind of like make it. But then like you go to Wikipedia, you go to Wikipedia and like look up like if are all these restaurants they're up, they're all fucking done. They're all closed down. <laughs> Dude, like, of course, yeah. himself <laughs> kitchen, or after one of the Kitchen Nightmares, I remember that. There's like if you go back to Wikipedia right now for Kitchen Nightmares, there's like three out of like nine seasons of Kitchen Nightmare that have are, that are still open. This is crazy. Like well, all that, 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 that bar rescue show was another one that's just like I love that show too. They, I love, yeah. I love that show Marcus, too. Dude, they came to San Marcos that a chick I was seeing at the time actually worked at. Uh, Whoa! Oh shit! On, um, okay. It was called Taxis at the time, and oh my god, they called them out for all their constant bullshit. Uh. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's so, also, are they still in business? It's season? also so. Oh, well, it's the bar is, but it's under a different name now. I, ironically, so it was called Taxis, T A X I S. Now it's called Axis, A X I S. Bitch took the T, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, what I learned from that is like that show is basically bullshit. Like, it, like, yeah, like all these reality totally shows. It the the majority of it's all a show and all meant to. Yeah, they're meant to argue with the owners and you know everyone involved, and it's meant to kind of go bad until it goes good. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, that, that's my favorite thing. It's like they'll take something that's like nice and quirky about a bar, and there's like, oh, here's the problem: is that the owner likes sharing shots or the over drink with like their customers. So right. what we're gonna do is revamp this into like a fucking uh, Planet Hollywood, basically <laughs> style fucking bar. <laughs> And then, like, like so the owner's it, gonna stop drinking after they leave. Guys, yeah, <laughs> like, fix the problem, dude. Yeah, and so it tanks almost immediately after they fucking fix the ordeal. And it's just like, oh yeah, well that's on you. I, we did our best over here. We cleaned your grill, <laughs> so uh, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> hey, hey, my bad. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, it, it just kind of it reminds me of also what's up. What's that guy's name from from Bar Rescue? Big headed, big headed fucking guy. Yeah, he's big headed fucking guy. He talk, he talk like this, like yo, you. He looks you. like an Italian mob dude. Like, he, does. he does. He's got like a, a propane tank size. Yeah. Uh, that guy is, though. Um, is, the problem is some of these some of these uh, bars that he goes into. Um, they're like you're like corner your corner bars, like in a strip mall, strip yeah, area, yeah. strip mall, and like there are bars that we. I think we would like to go to after a fucking day's work and just get drunk and like if there's a girl there. What's his name? For sure. Yeah, we, no, we don't, we're not better than that. I don't want it to be any better than that. But like, um, best place I've that's ever the environment I'm shooting for. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. But he comes in there and he does. He's like, uh, listen, I got I, I, all right. At every at every table, I have a digital computer where yeah. you can like mix your own drinks, and then that drink mix will go back to the uh, the bartender and they'll get mixed for you. I'm like, man, I don't need nobody all, wants like, that. I don't understand that shit. It's, it's way too much. It's like, just make the place clean. Like, say, hey, listen, take your trash out. <laughs> disinfect your fucking place, clean it out, and you'd be a, probably a better fucking bar instead of like keeping your trash right next to the fucking back door where the fucking roaches come through and fucking rats are drinking your fucking Jer- tequila. Jeremy, Jeremy, you're, you're, fucked up. 
My favorite fucking dive bar of all time is called Three Sheets. The name of the fucking bar is Three Sheets. Three it's, tucked, it's tucked away. It's one of the ugliest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. And you go inside, and the guy is cooking fucking spaghetti in a fucking smoke. <laughs> and he owns the bar and is going to go shot to shot and fucking match you. And you're going to and throw darts. Three Sheets on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> So you're talking about you're talking about Golden Corral right now, Golden Corral of bars, I, it, dude. It is it is a fucking masterpiece as far as dive bars go because you it. might get robbed going into it, it but it's so fucking worth it, dude. Like this place right. is a gem. I yeah. have, we have a, we have a bar here in, in Willis, man. I've I mentioned it before in a in a past uh, podcast, but like my mom goes there all the time, and it's um I forget what it's called. It's like it's it's a very it's a very generic name. It's like Willis Corner Bar or some shit like that. You yeah. go in there, they have, they have you have your classic fucking uh, karaoke with a projector and everything like that. But like you know how you have that felt on your on their pool table. Like most of the floor is covered with fucking felt. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it only yeah. it's only cut off when you go to the take a piss because they cut it off. Like you, nobody needs to be pissing on this fucking pool table. No one felt. wants that in the bathroom. No one wants that in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you dude, know? you don't want to go back there. But this, yeah, this guy's like slow cooking chili, and I'm pretty sure you had a Bluetooth like JBL flip fucking playing music. <laughs> <laughs> but Boss you're bitch. going to have right, a right. fucking blast. Like for ten bucks, you'll get fucking wrecked and fed and leave oh, yeah, happy. Dude. Yeah, yeah, man, oh, yeah. I, I'm okay with that sometimes, man. I, I don't need I don't need them to have fucking uh blue like uh, touch screens in 3D it, it 4K 4K wow. touch screens that wow. mix my drink. Just hey, what do you hey honey? I want the Texas that Texas love. Hey honey, what you need? Uh, give me a fucking yo. Know, give me something. Give me a tequila, whatever. I'm, I'm a tequila. All right, cool. I got you a tequila. No problem. <laughs> you know, I need something like that. You know, besides like. Hi, I'm Judith, and what would you like? And if whatever you would like, uh, here's no menu, but here is a sensor bar that you can push <laughs> your forefinger into and create something that you'd like, and we could pro- process it for you and bring it uh, to you. Yeah, no, you said her name was Judith. You should just say, fuck y'all, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're APC, Cameron, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> respect, dude. APC, respect, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know the names, girl names, but yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, there, there's, on, there's like one team. TV in this fucking place and it's behind the bar for the fucking guy who's like slow cooking chili to fucking look at nobody else <laughs> so we can catch the back end of the Packers game like before he gets fucking blasted like this yeah that's like Dive bar, dive bar, fucking Texas is right, right. Like, 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 like for me like, like so I remember like me and Tron and Jazz went out to a bar uh, oh, a couple yeah. years ago and we went to the woodlands and instead of like we hung out a little bit outside but we, what i could tell what we wanted to do was sit in the corner of the bar with no one would fuck with us and guess what we walked inside and sat in the corner of the bar and vaped and drank right there in a corner of a bar like, that's what people like people yeah. like for, for most of my friends and people that are that are that involved with me in life that i love uh, we all like to just get in the corner of the bar and be left alone from everybody else which wouldn't be the corner of the bar uh, and I don't need a sensor or a fucking visual feast on a screen that pops up underneath like a Pee Wee Herman style playhouse thing. I don't need any <laughs> that shit. I just want to like, hey, come every once in a while they come over and like, hey, honey, what you need? I mean, I'll, I'll give me a fucking, you know, give me a, uh, you know, whatever, man. I'll take, get, yeah, uh, Lone Star take, Tall Boy, fucking let's roll. Give dude. me Tall Boy. Give me, <laughs> yeah, Iron Man uh, Brown Ale or some shit. Give me some something good, man. But yeah. like, I don't need all that shit. And I like, and I'm with, I'm with Tron. I like a trashy bar. Me like too. It's, it's like it's not even trashiness. It, to me, it feels more welcoming when it's just like that low key. Absolutely. You know, every every you know, bartender literally Agreed. 
yeah, I, I totally that the bartender literally addressing you straight up. You know what I mean? Like it's a totally different vibe than you yeah. know. Sometimes out here in San Marcos, it's like a club half the time at the bars. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. dude, it must get wild out there, Mike. What's it like, dude? Like it's got to be fucking crazy now. Yeah, what's the bar uh, scene like, dude? Yeah. So it's been dead. Uh, this is like six months ago, and the past two and a half months have been fucking insane. Oh shit! Um, where I work up front, um, the same owners own a bar that's attached to the backside of the restaurant called right. Porch, and like that place is blown the fuck up. These girls are walking out sometimes, you know, four hundred fifty dollars, five hundred dollars a piece. Like it's Whoa. just fucking you know, four people, four people on one Holy shift. You know. Shit. So, Granted, oh, they don't leave until 4 a.m., but that's just fucking how insane. And these girls are drop-dead gorgeous, and they're incredible bartenders, like, really, really good at what they do. But right. like, it's just post-COVID, everyone's so happy to be out again. Back to normal, like, right? They're, they're tipping like crazy, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> and so good you know, good for them, good for me. It's, it's kind of a good workaround all the way. But it's right, just been right. insane. It's been busy as fuck these past two and a half months, man. Crazy. So that's what my, that's what my mom's been telling me too, dude. Like New Orleans is fucking popping oh, back dude, oh up. Oh my dude. god, I could not even imagine right now. Oh yeah, dude. Like it's it's basically back to normal. She she usually does uh, uh Pat O'Brien's over by Jacks on the River. Um, right. But she's like even that shit. Well, they're actually closing down the venue, which is fucking insane. Like the no shit. Yeah, the I can't remember the son or daughter that owns the place was just like, yeah, this is the best time to sell, and they're just selling the place <laughs> off. And so, yeah, she's going to be out of work, but she's also like, everybody will fucking hire you if you've been a Pat O'Brien's fucking bartender. So, yeah, of course. Like, she'll find work. <laughs> uh, that, that, I told her, I was like, come to fucking Austin, dude. Like, come get some work. You'll you'll fucking have a blast. I couldn't pull it. I can't pull it out of New Orleans, dude. She's so in love with that fucking city. Fair right? yeah. And I, I get that mentality, no doubt. It's a beautiful city. It is. And it's also fun to just be part of the nightlife every fucking night. And she's a party animal. So, that's it is what it is, right? I feel you. Yeah, dude, I'll fucking ride for sure. But yeah, dude, that's it's good, man. It's good that shit's like popping back up and getting probably, I think, more hectic than it was normally because everyone's out to like prove a everyone's point. Everyone's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and is no doubt about that. But you know, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised it took this long for kind of shit to get back to this kind of level. Yeah. Uh, but I can only imagine what the rest of summer's gonna be like. Dude, I feel like a lot of people are just like, hey, I. Uh, I didn't black out in the past year in front of other people, so I'm going to make it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> I totally agree, man. Yeah, it's been crazy. Everything's picking up now, so that's why I've just been working so fucking much. Dude, you must be seeing some wild shit, too. Not yet, honestly. I've kind of been surprised. Good. I'm glad <laughs> for that, dude. <laughs> a year and a half ago, I, I saw my fucking owner tackle a guy inside the bar, and then, and then three months before... Well deserved to the guy who got tackled, and then three months before that, one of his bartenders got so fucked up he was trying to fight fucking the owner. We're having to hold what on. This guy, this guy is a very, 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 very strong. Uses supplements. Quotation marks. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. It took, it took like twelve of us to hold this motherfucker down. So Ooh. no, to be honest, I haven't seen anything on that level of crazy sense would, to be honest, surprise the shit out of me. <laughs> I, I, I think that's actually a, a pretty a pretty cool point, though, Mike, that you brought up just now. Uh, for uh, podcast stuff, the uh, podcast talking, uh, what's the craziest, you guys, craziest thing you guys seen in a fucking bar? 
Oh wow, dude! I've got like just one, this one thing. Just to, to go too crazy, but yes, Mike, go ahead, please. Uh, first one, and the, I won't tell the one about me. So the first, one, <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one I saw after I moved out to San Marcos, um, I just started bartending a tap room, and uh, it was going really good. I, you know, having a lot of fun, making a shitload of money, and like I remember, I got off, and I kind of went back to the kitchen to just say what's up, say goodbye to people. And I come back out and this dude like stumbles into me and like clearly fucked up, you know, I was like, Hey man, you right. okay. It's like, you know, we can't serve you anything. Um, I'll get you some fries. Make sure, you know, you're like, he, he was just fucked up. You could tell. And I was like, all right. So I set him down on the table. I was like, Hey man, I'm going to go get some fries for you. It's on me, you know, no charge, no big deal. Just, you need something in your stomach before we can let you leave the establishment. Nice. Go to the kitchen. I fucking throw the fryer, uh, fries in the fryer, and I, I immediately the kitchen door swings open, and Val, Valerie, one of my favorite waitresses of all time, she's like, "This motherfucker just tried to flip a table." I'm like, "What?" Oh. And so I run outside. He's trying to flip tables and just runs out the front door. And I'm like, "What the?" So I fucking I follow. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey man, hey 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 hey, what's what's going on, bro? Like we got food, we got water for you." Yeah, he's like, "I'm just no one understands how much I hustle." <laughs> he said that yes and i was like um man i i believe you but you're in the middle of like he was laying down in the middle of the parking lot crying bawling i'm like bro you're literally gonna get ran over if you say i believe you you're a hustler come with me you know like apparently oh, after geez. like 45 minutes of dealing with this we find out the guy had came with a group of friends from dallas and he got so fucked up, I'm assuming they that, that this shit isn't sound the same. They just fucking left him there and to oh. like to go get more fucked up. And then I'm assuming they thought he'd be there to pick him up. And I'm like, dude, I had to buy a fucking Uber for this guy just to get him back. It like it was I was like, okay, so where are you from? So I can get you home with Uber. He's like, Dallas. I was like, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> hey buddy, Fuck hey, just fumble. <laughs> We'll walk down the highway and fucking toss it out there, dude. Let that we, thumb fuck. We had we had to go to through credit card receipts oh. to find his friends, which is is totally legal. Thank God, I didn't know that beforehand. <laughs> Just oh. information so we could call them and finally got this. And like when this shit started, I was just getting on shift at like five thirty. His friends picked him up almost close to midnight. <laughs> like. It was just insane. Also, I saw a guy in the bathroom literally pissing all, all over himself because he was so drunk. He, he, could, he couldn't unbutton his pants and pull his pants down. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, so bad. I knew his wife. I'm sorry for keep going. I knew his wife, and I went outside. I was like, your dude is pissing all over himself in the bathroom. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you need to go get him and escort him out because I'm not touching this son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, those those are two of mine. Good God, and I've got plenty more. That's fucking yeah, dude. Bar stories are fucking wild. So uh, I was when I was really young, dude. I guess I was 12 or 13 years old. So uh, you guys know Sherry, my stepmom, right? I don't know if y'all ever met her or not. I don't think I, I met, met her, but I talked to her on Facebook quite a bit in the past. So she. She owned a strip club in Louisiana uh, called the Candy Club. Oh, I've heard of the Candy Club before. The Candy Club, yeah. This was a fucking, like, as, as far as a run-down side-of-the-road strip club you could fucking imagine. <laughs> but I've heard, I've heard of this, this club, though. I, I don't know where I've heard it from, but I've yeah, heard of this it, I, I might have talked to you about it before, too. But, yeah, this is, this is like, run the fuck down. But 
It's it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you guys ever been to the uh, uh, the there's a uh, a strip club in Fort outside of outside of Fort Worth, <laughs> uh, Cloud Nine. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a rough one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, Martin, I, I'm such Martin, a, yeah. with, with with Mike. We all went there, and that was yeah, it's rough. I was there. I'm I'm such yeah. a not I'm such a not strip club fucking guy, and I don't I don't know if this is like part of my youth of this that, but I've been pulled in many times and just like don't understand it at all. But it's a younger guy though. Strip club was a, was this fascinating place to go to to see naked ladies. Well, right? as a twelve or thirteen year old, and especially at the one that your fucking stepmom owned. For me, it was so she had right. she had this. Uh, oh yeah, hold on. Sorry, let me let me. <clears throat> not this uh, so she had a, uh, a bodyguard called Sandy, and Sandy was like a fucking almost seven foot tall, stacked like a fucking brick house, just badass fucking dude like this right. dude looked like a cold his name his name should have been coltrane dude like this, <laughs> this motherfucker was just built and his hand was the size of a fucking dell laptop dude like <laughs> this motherfucker dude, like, again. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker uh so one night i guess one of the guys got like super jealous or upset and just put up a fuss and was like, uh, yeah, you're whatever, stop stripping kind of shit with one of the girls that was dancing. And fucking Sandy was just like, yo, dude, like, chill up, blah, blah, blah. And started to try to fight Sandy, which is a fucking crazy move. And Sandy, <laughs> open palm, open palm, full-ass hand, Dell laptop, slapped him across the fucking face and cold knocked his ass out, dude. Oh, oh, shut ice, down. Ice fucking cold, <laughs> slap to knockout style. Ugh. And there's a dude, Cherry told me this one fucking story where there's she was like, okay, I'm done with the night, and got into her car, and in her back seat was this dude who's bleeding out. I guess one of the motorcycle clubs was after this fucking guy, and he's trying to hide out, and her car happened to be unlocked and was like literally like got, was stabbing eye fucking like out of socket kind of shit, like in bad shape. Jesus. Yeah, and had to like call the ambulance and shit, almost in an annoying way, like, oh fuck, I guess I have to. Have you now. <laughs> fuck you, emergency services. Here oh, we go. God damn it. I was just about to head home, end of my shift kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, weird shit happens in outskirt bars, man, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, especially in, you know, fucking pin in the, pin in, pin in the wall fucking towns, man. Where yeah, dude. No <laughs> one there. <laughs> but the ones You're who are there are bad. <laughs> for sure dude how about you jeremy mike do you, do you remember that with the strip club with martin ricardo I, the, the cloud nine place i i'm like 100 percent sure you're there it was like a shithole like do not that sounds like a terrible experience all right so uh, yeah it's terrible but like um <laughs> me and mike me and mike and ricardo and martin went to remember when we went to that um that uh it was it was like a hunting ground like uh it was the, it was Martin's dad's friend's Dude, place. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Trip. I was not there that time that I went to the strip club. You told me about it afterwards. Okay, I thought you were yeah, there. I, 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 I went to that property, but I wasn't there on that trip. I I think that I think that you were there the first time. Then the second time we went out was with Ricardo, and then right. yeah, I, I always kind of yeah, feel I, like you were there because you're the most. <laughs> the, the straightforward person, the understanding person, like, let's get the fuck out of here. But, like, I'm almost positive I wasn't because I remember the first I guess time I just went. wish you were there. <laughs> I guess it's just fair enough. <laughs> you needed a yeah. voice of reason, it sounds like. Well, there, there is a way to talk to dancers. And, like, I mean that honestly. 
Yeah, like, yeah. like, if you play it cool, man, they will just chill and just talk to you the whole night, and that's the best way to go. Yeah, you know, well, tip them just for fucking their time. <laughs> I agree. Grind all over me. I don't fucking care. Right, yeah, right. And I'm always like that too. I'm like, dude, I'm here to fucking smoke a butt. I get what you're going after. I'm just. Gonna I, I, I'm here to enjoy the show. <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. And mm. I think I think a lot of like uh, kids that grew up now, uh, or, or even kids that 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 were with us growing up. They went to strip club and they kind of like they kind of uh, sorry for the pun, but they blew their load. They fucking fuck they <laughs> fucked up. But like you know, for me, I've been to, I've been to like three strip clubs my entire life. The last one I went to was probably like maybe ten years ago, and I went there because I wanted to hang out with somebody because I was di- I was divorced at the time. I wanted to hang out with a friend, and he was bringing a friend of his to a strip club. He had never been to a strip club before. And it was really cool. Right. I was like, all right, all right, let's go. Like, sort of like see this interaction with this guy who's ever been to a strip club before. So I'm like, all right, that's see cool. How it works. Yeah. And we we went to we went to uh, St. James, which is over by uh, close to Greenspoint, <clears throat> um, in Houston, and that was cool. It was it was it was a, it was a fun you know uh, thing you know whatever. Sure. Strip clubs are they can be fun you know for uh, if if you if you don't go full in and think you're going to fall in love or some well, shit you just throw all your money away like there's like right right but that's we, part we, of the game it's, right, it's but, again exactly. a, it's a simp trap dude a fucking perfect yeah, simp trap it's just like right. hey, so it's, it, it, or the the old man simp trap too Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, so those yeah, old rollers you, you see in like the bright red suit coats like oh, i get it you're cool yeah give me a that's a great I like what Tron just said. It's a synth track. I, I like that ideal of it, but I think it's... That's um, exactly what it is. It's well, the I, original it's, synth track. <laughs> well, I, I would say it's more expensive than a synth track because I've never paid $12 for a Bud Light before my entire life. But um, <laughs> synth track I paid for $5, but no big deal. Um, anyways, so... Um, and don't get me wrong. I've had great times at strip clubs. So like, have I. I've had a great I, time. I know several good friends of mine who have been dancers and they're fucking great people who made stupid a ton amounts of money, of money dude um, stupid amounts fucking of amounts yeah. <laughs> and uh, good for them dude. First... like i respect that shit like literally I'm right like, I'm well, so I. I, and i, I agree told... uh, jeremy i know i know you are too man uh, like i have to say this real fast my first trip club experience was with fucking robert i went with him really? to one of my 21st birthday when i was living out there i can't remember what it was somewhere off 45 and this was oh. like a full you talking? You talking? You talking about uh, fantasies? Fantasies? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fantasies. Yeah, yes. Yes. I know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like full on strip club, top and bottom. This girl is li- like, <laughs> she pulls this dude up on stage, is literally just yes, sir. like suplexing him with her vagina, like, <laughs> dropping all the guy. It's just, it was hilarious. I had, I had a great time that night. With Rob. <laughs> all right. So, so fantasies was not my first. Fantasies was my second, and it was, and I actually went to fantasies by myself. I've never I, been, but I've heard stories of fantasies that it's insane. A lot of shit that happens there, yeah. uh, possibly sex crimes that happen. I'm <laughs> uh, not wrong, dude. I don't know. All, all, I know all I remember, about, all I remember about fantasies is that I had to pay. For, I had to pay ten dollars for parking. I had to pay to get the fuck in, and then I had to pay twelve dollars for a bottle of fucking Bud Light. And I sat down and watched this girl dance, it, and it was amazing. Don't get me wrong; it was it was great. It was a great show. But like, I had like two beers, uh, had some cashola on me. I was good to go. But I, I bought like two bucks. Like, it's a show. <clears throat> but I will say that the first one I went to, which is the best one, which was uh, well, 
you know, the best, ex- we, it's not the best experience, but the most, it's, it's interesting experience was with, with uh, Martin and Ricardo. We went to this place called Cloud Nine, which was a, a strip club that Martin's uh, dad would go to when he would go out to that campground that me and Mike and Martin went to back in the day. I know the one you're right. talking about. We've been out there, yeah. It's truly dark. Um, no, no, Tron, you were, this is a different place. This is like, like Mike, I think Mike, that's, Mike, that's not the there. hunting lease that Martin had. That was way the fuck out in the middle of Texas. Like it's nowhere. Like, it was, it it was, was like truly, it had Dallas. its own shack. Like it had its own bedrooms and shit. Like, we also went cots and stuff and we could like yeah. cook food. It, it was cool. It was cool as fuck. Um, but I remember Saturday night we were all like fucking jazzed and ready to go. Been drinking beers, been hunting all day or whatever. And uh, we killed a couple of rabbits and we grilled them with some fucking Tony Satchery's and they were fucking delicious and skinned them and all stuff that they, which is, is that's a awesome. tale for another time. But um, like, fuck it, let's go, let's go to Cloud Nine. So we go to Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine is like a literally uh, a, a, a blackened void, like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft would talk about in one of his fucking <laughs> old novels. Um, literally, like the old gods. Said like this, you know, uh, is, this, is there a terrifying space, uh, terrifying space between humanity, reality, and in the void that the old gods might sort of like creep into? Yes, this is this is that area. So we we, we drive down this highway, and there's only one neon sign that says Cloud Nine. We go, we go up there, we drive up there, we park in the parking lot. The fucking parking lot's all like unlevel, like they never paved it from the top. It's all fucked we'll put up. On our back. Right. The first, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I hear when I get out of the car, a lady walks up and says, I'll fuck you in the car for 75 bucks. I mean, that's a steal. Uh, well, that's, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> I might be down for that. I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's we'll, a steal. We'll figure things out. Drink but we walk the door. And she's like, honey, it's fine. The, the, the classic Texas, you know, honey, I, I love it. The honey. Uh, yeah, I love that too. Yeah, yeah. No big deal, baby. Don't worry about it. Hey, it's cool. Um, I'll wash your car for you and shit for 10 bucks. You know, some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we walk through the front door. There's no bouncer. We walk the first door and it becomes like uh, seven, like David Fincher's seven. It's like this hallway that's only lit with fluorescent lights. We have a, we have several horthros in a hallway with several kegs of Bud Light. I have no idea how old the Bud Light is are, that are in these kegs, but I, we paid 15 bucks to get into this thing, and the Bud Lights were like two to three bucks a piece. I mean, and you have to go to the keg with your plastic and cup and your fill own? it yourself. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, dude. And how many how many C sections did you see that day? Uh, <laughs> I only saw, saw one C section. Um, uh, Ricardo, who when Ricardo was really cool back in the day and fun and interesting, unlike uh, Christian cool. Ricardo now. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Ricardo, if you heard this, but I'm sorry, but you're not as interesting as you used to be. I still Dang. love him. But, um, uh, but he said it's Jeremy's birthday. It was not my birthday. It was like wildly not my birthday at all. It was never even close, like even before it happened. Or after, <laughs> but it was about to get wildly is. That's a cool <laughs> move, dude. I love that move, by the way. That's such a good move. It was a great move. But the thing yeah. is, though, he found the the only like B, BDSM fucking lady in the whole place to come oh. actually give me the lap dance. And you could tell because I was so close to her stomach because she gave me this. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it a lap dance or a grind. It was more like uh, pelvis. Right? 
uh, uh, fucking like ag- aggression to my yeah, fucking. You, you, you got matched with the Dom, dude. Right. Right. Yeah. Dom based on the yeah. song playing too. She loved, it. <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. She she grinded just like my right leg, but she also hit me in the fucking face a couple times with that pelvis uh, vagina bone. Yeah, that time. bone, dude. Yeah. yeah that bone. Uh, uh, but you can see like uh, you, you can, it, it, <laughs> when I got the the clear the, the clarity of vision, I could see that where that C second happened underneath her belly button. <laughs> it come out, and yeah, it was pretty fucked up. But, uh, I I always. Fucking hated Ricardo because I could see Ricardo in the distance after while being uh, sort of uh, uh, beat up in the fucking face, uh, you know, John McLean style. I could see him with this huge tittied lady, uh, very somehowly in the middle of nowhere. Uh, he throwing dollar bills like crazy to her, and I'm getting fucking pelvis thrusted like you know this the the cover of like vulgar display of power. Uh, with the, so he's throwing money singly. You're you're gonna get pounded on you with the twenty dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a racket. It's one of those things. Yeah, he he got the new uh, Resident Evil big titty golf. <laughs> ended up getting fucked, dude. I'll, I'll talk about that too. We were talking about everything. I'll talk about that video game too. But that was my. It was like the the big, really incredible, uh, true, just like. One of a kind experience from a strip club I've ever had on my life. You I told mean, me it was insane. <laughs> That's why I know I was not there because man, I would have had a party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have found we a way to enjoy myself. Though, we, still had like, we still had lots of money. We still had a lot of cash on us. And a lot of the strippers, besides the stri- even the stripper that uh, was into BDSM, I, I talked to her a lot. Uh, she was really cool. Just like she was extremely aggressive. I think I also think that, <laughs> I also think that uh, Ricardo is like be fucking really ag- like be aggressive. Like that. She really <laughs> aggressive. Aggressive. Like, aggressive. <laughs> she did it, man. And I was going back to that fucking that horse trough to get Bud Light's in the cake. And it was the, it, the worst, you know, Bud Light's garbage. But like that was the worst tasting Bud Light I've had in my life. So look, man, she might have been a sex worker. Price. But don't call her a fucking horse trough, dude. That's not yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a service with a lot of I mean, fucking to be honest. <laughs> I think sex work should be legalized, to be honest. I love it, dude. I, I honestly, really, I, really yeah, do. I respect the fuck out of it. Honestly, I really do. I think it's completely respectful, man. Those ladies, they work their asses off, man. And they're yeah, always no, literally, yeah. And, no you know, like, the last time I went to a strip club, I got a lap dance from a 42 year old woman who is going to college and had two kids. So, and, and it was $20, $20 <laughs> lap, lap dance. <laughs> I, I did. They, they're always $20. That's like the going rate. <laughs> so, so it's good. Like the economy didn't for, affect for the her two too and a half minutes of the song that just started. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, that's okay. Like, I mean, Christ. That is it's, it's great they're not impacted by inflation. You know, it, it's, it's I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Still holding true to fucking cause, dude. Now, security to talk, a degree. Talk, I don't know. What, what laptops <laughs> but no, I really respect that profession. Like, I don't want to demean it. Like, no, I mean, I really no, do. Again, I grew. I literally fucking grew up with it. It's. It's. To me, I. I see again, and I will still use the term simp trap. But I see where it like people show up and just fucking empty their pockets because like they there's there's two open ends, right? There's an open end of somebody that's willing and an open end of somebody that's like needing. And the, right. to make those two connections, That's like people that are just yeah. like have no connection with. And again, I don't, I don't think that. Well, you I don't really know. I, mean, the, I just don't answer, think it's a I, bad I thing to, to do whatever the hell you need to do to make money. Like I'm, I'm, right. I'm very libertarian and kind of that degree. You know what I mean? I'll Same. give a fuck. I'll Same. Fuck. 
fuck what you do to make money. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, you know, but agreed. the worry gets me is kind of the unregulation with it. Like, you know, like they always get fucked with never ending. And I, I so, think I, I think if it's a, it, I think it's a weird if um if people listen you know when people listen to this I think it's honestly like a, a really nice for me at least uh, a, a nice kind of like uh, form of um of uh, a therapy like literally I talked to this lady um who, who I got the forty two old tripper lady who I got the lap dance from and we talked divorce we both were like recently divorced at the time and like it like it like I'm like it sounds ridiculous but I like literally. <laughs> Learned so much about like court fees and like divorce and child custody from this lady, and she knew everything. It was, it was like their lap dance was like fine. It kind of stopped like halfway through. We just kind of just talked about like that's, that's not at all that's, ridiculous, dude. I've had some of the most down to earth. I've had some of the most down to earth conversations with anybody I've ever had in my life with fucking strippers because they right. know what the fucking deal is, dude. Right? They know what they're doing. Social cues more than anyone. Else. Yeah, and By so if you laid you laid out immediately and just like, yo, I'm I'm not like super into this, but I'm down to fucking chat and smoke a fucking yeah, cigarette and bullshit down. with you, dude. Like, and like get down to like bullshitting with you. Like that's that's kind of the fucking thing, dude. And they know, they fucking know. Like you said, Mike, they know fucking social cues better than anybody else. You know, and they they are exploited by pay. Like, and but you know, they 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 dive into that you know profession, and I right. respect the shit of that. So I hate motherfuckers. Who always kind of talk down to that shit? It's like it's always those guys who talk down to them who are there every fucking week. <laughs> Isn't that always the way, dude? Yeah, it's always the way. It's always the fucking people that talk shit on something that are using it to like publicly seem some sort of way and behind the fucking scenes are garbage fucking yeah, people. It's, it's yeah, it's they're worse than anybody else. They're worse than anyone else. Fucking lap dances by fucking trippers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listening to fucking like uh, here I go again on my own. Whatever <laughs> I'll never forget one of the first Secretly times there. I went to uh, see a mutual friend out here. <laughs> they danced to a Tool song, and I was just like, "Fuck, okay, we're friends." <laughs> like, it was unbelievably encapsulating, you know what I mean? But like that just kind of goes to show you um, how people get confused with that shit. Like it's a job, and like I, I don't know, I just feel bad for people in that profession because they have to put up way more shit than I would have God. It's completely ridiculous. It's 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 out of I think if, in my opinion it's like it's out of style. Like who gives a fuck anymore? We're in 2021. Any whatever they want to do, do those things. And yeah, I I I, I think no that strippers are yeah, and I agree with that. I agree. I agree, man. It's, it's just a respect it's a respectful fucking career. Fuck you if you don't think, think about this. We hey, couldn't fucking vote in 1925. <laughs> like, I, I agree with that too. Burlesque shows or all this stuff. Is, you know, listen, me and Mike listen. Me and Mike watch fucking. You know, uh, we, we watch Joe Bob Briggs is fucking uh, last driving, and and Darcy the Mill Girl's on there. But Darcy was a stripper at some point. I, I don't think she is anymore, she, but she was. She was a porn star, and, and, and she was a porn star that, too. That's she was a relevant, in my opinion. But. And I agree with you. She she uses it as, as an advantage, and she's a, an awesome, smart lady and super respectful. And she's also got a great Dude, speech in there. Crazy smart and one of those episodes, and it's like really fucking like uh, uh 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 just like it sort of like just lifts you up, man. Like it's a great story she tells. Well, uh, but like she's the one who literally revived um, Joe, Joe Bob's career. Yeah, like she's the yeah. one who fought for it, did everything for it. I cannot respect that amount. <laughs> I agree. I agree, Mike. I just like I just don't understand the um the, the negativity at this time uh, of of going to a strip club. Go to a strip club, man. It's it's it can be fun for well, you. I mean, you know, it's kind of always been an ideal because you know, dude, we're in Texas. It's the Bible Belt. <laughs> you know, that's true. The irony yeah. is, 
you know, it's like, you know, recently in Texas, they passed laws that you can't have, you can't get an abortion, like, after two weeks, which is fucking stupid. But it goes to just kind of show the lack of care towards women and their bodies in the state. And it's kind of shitty here, in my opinion. No, I, I agree with that, Mike, for sure. Yeah, I'm they, pro-choice, so it's it, they, they always They always forget that it's a per, a person has their own mind, and they can make their own decisions and do those things that they want to fucking do. So right. fuck you but very much. Also the yeah. government could just not give us any kind of updates in our fucking you know, freeze capacity when it comes to all these houses losing power. You know, in the freeze recently, didn't give a fuck about any of that nonsense. Several Great. people died, yeah. and yeah. now we're we're passing anti-voting laws, and you know, oh, no God. no abortion laws. Sorry, I don't mean to. They're all and how, no, how fucking it's whack all, is it's that? It's all dude. stupid, man. Like the fact that most of those guys you just talked about are going to strip clubs and hanging out. So and, get, and not only that, I guarantee, I guarantee there are countless fucking Republican senators <laughs> across the nation. No, absolutely. And and what fucking wilds me out is that literally the government has literally grabbed women by the pussy metaphorically. Right. <laughs> like this is the most verbally by Don. So fucking stupid, dude. Honestly, it's it's uh, and these people don't know shit about fucking I I, I we we're not it's gonna not about this, that. Right? It's about political control. It's yeah. It's, about. Yeah. They don't know nothing about humanity, like what people have to try to go through to live their lives and sort of survive and it's just like the fact that we're that these people up up there are still fighting over that stuff and and the fact that they're not talking about the people on the ground yeah. it's still surprising well, to me after all these years they still not figuring out that you gotta talk talk to people on the fucking ground man well, those are the important true. people they say, they, they say oh the texas citizens want this and this and that has right. nothing to fucking do with that <clears throat> right yeah, it's it's saying pro life and not giving a fuck about any other aspect of actual fucking life, dude. Oh, that pro life shit that pisses me off. I hate it. As it's soon garbage. as baby is born, they don't give a fuck about him. Mm-hmm. Goodbye Medicare. Goodbye mm-hmm. anything for this poor parent who tried yeah. her best to go there and just exactly. fucking figure out a way to do it. And now you're burdening her with more problems and possibly right. getting victor of a fucking crime. Right. It's fucking. Can you fucking imagine? Why, why so would it awful. not? Why would it not be? I, I just don't understand that there's two fractions. There's a pro-life and pro-choice. Why would you not go to pro-choice? Because pro-choice for me is also pro-life. I don't get it. I, I, I never understand it. We can have a whole podcast on it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's I just religion, never understand it at all. It's uh, all religion, dude. It's all yeah. the puritanical. It's always religion. Fucking, it's religion it's the literally the reason why you're viewed as a anti-Semitic for disagreeing with Israel bombing Gaza every fucking day. Yeah. It's all, you know, in the Bible it says Israel has to be recognized as a nation before Jesus will come back, and I guarantee that's part of the play. Hi, yeah. and, and just stand back, uh, I, I mean, we have, I hate using this fucking word, we have the privilege of standing back and fucking seeing it as for what it is. Sure. Being in a situation of people that are in shit like that, like, who the fuck knows what's going through your head? Like, that's, that's the way. <laughs> way to relate. I, it's not relatable at all, and I, I it's disgusting and it's fucking terrible. But because it's un, it's inhuman to relate. So well, honestly, <laughs> it's yeah, inhuman. I, it's inhuman to relate, and, and it should be being human towards each other is we should all make each other relatable. But being born and raised into something completely foreign to us is a fucking insane situation. That it really isn't relatable. You're right, dude. It, it doesn't it doesn't connect crazy. in that way. And it's crazy to me too. Like you know, so we're all we're, we're all basically the same age here on this podcast. And the fact is, uh, you know, I grew up. Uh, you know, my parents are 
they were never like uh, like super religious. They were not very like uh, social, political. They were, they were never really into that kind of stuff, and they were talking about that stuff really ever. Um, but um, the fact is that you know, I I took it upon myself to kind of figure things out mm-hmm. and what I thought was right or wrong, and um, you know, I I I I'm more for the human side of everything. Like I understand what what, what like you know what problems we'll have as being a human. Yeah, uh, you know every you know people will have sex and have a baby sometimes. You, you might you might get lucky and fucking glooch into a lady, and mm-hmm. she maybe or maybe not will have a fucking child. You never know what's going to happen. But if they do, nice. then that that's that, that's okay. But I understand what they're going through. I understand the problems, the tri- tribulations of people, not besides just them having a baby, but also like struggling with life, working at fucking McDonald's or some shit as a manager, or even like a fucking grill, grill flipper or some shit like that. It's just like, sure. I don't understand how you could be that old and not understand people because I think they were too privileged well, as a kid and their a parents generation. had a religious ideal and they fucks them up. So, you know, I, I feel like the, the, there's such a massive generational gap, and I don't think, you know, obviously massive uh, yeah. that you, you and I, like, we, we really don't fucking see it. You don't, you have to understand, you know, the, the fucking, my mom paid for her own college degree by working as a lifeguard part time. Fuck, dude. I have to work three, jo- two jobs now just to even have the thought of paying for school. So right. like the, 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 for me, it's kind of how inflation kind of took over everything in the States and how everything became monetized. Like, like right. I, I love this country. I always will. It, but you know, we are, but it's a, it's impossible. It's a, shit it's a, it's a, almost impossible in this fucking The standards country. are insane. The standards, they, the, the American, you need, you need three full-time jobs to be able to fucking afford a house. And not everyone, don't get me wrong. It, you know, if you go through, and that's the thing, it's designed to be this way. All right. You fucking take out your loans. You go through college. You get the degree you want, and you get the good job at that point. Yep, but you still have, have a debt. You got to pay these loans back, and then yep. you start kind of right. get to right. building right. your capital and everything. But if you don't go that route, like myself, unfortunately, like it, you're kind of you know pissed away in the wind. I mean, like, well, yeah, I, you know, I never, I just... never graduated college either, dude. And so that was always something that just constantly fucking hung over my head. Sure. The only the only way that I like actually came through was just working in the same field for long enough for people to just be like, okay, so you've been here long enough, no, and then no, dude, you, you did great, man. Are you kidding me? Like, fucking good on you, man. You did no. exactly what you. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 No, you're right, dude. I'm. I'm but fucking that, happy on it, but that was total chance. And I'm not. Right, like this, this country does. this country does do it, the longer they're happy about it. Because like, no, you spend, no, no, you spend seven hours, seven, seven day, seven years of paying this shit f- off. F- like fifteen, a, fifteen years of doing what the fuck I've been doing. Oh, fifteen but, years. Yeah, uh, society doesn't exist for people like me. I, I, for I'm not even joking. Like five years ago, was looking at my bank account like I'm fucking negative, dude. Like right, I can't right. afford to fucking live. It fucking sucks, right. man. But something just popped off and, and it caught. So I got lucky on that fucking end. But it's just like, dude, like American society doesn't exist for people that aren't college graduates, period. Right. No, not, not, well, not now. At for least sure. not now. No. Post, post Reagan, like, oh, my God, that man 
if there's anything going to be said about Ronald Reagan and this is going to piss uh, everyone off, sorry, is that, I don't I, I don't like Ronald Reagan at all. That but. guy did an incredible job of dismantling education in this country. Yes, he did. Yes, and I think you guys can hear that Ronald Reagan is not in the intro, but there's an intro in there. In our mm. uh, there's a there's a part of our intro in there where, where uh, I I forget the um the senator there, but like you know about how funny education is. Like where's education in this policy? And they laugh about it. It's just like it's it's it's, it, it's the governor of Texas, you know. It's yeah, just like I had to just, kill my wife. <laughs> like, like, um, there, there's three things that are gone, right? Like there's there's uh, there's whatever this, oh, whatever this, and education about, uh, and uh, uh, whatever. Like, you know, it's, the, the ex governor of Texas. Uh, there's yeah. three things gone when I hit the office. Yeah, education. And the lady laughing is my favorite part of that. Oh story. yeah, so they'll good. laugh about it. They'll laugh about it. So it's, it's a but fucking joke. Still, no. He was still presented. Under Trump to be the fucking head of our nuclear weapons. <laughs> Jesus. How scary fucking, is that? It's it's laughable and terrible. It is. It is. It's it's a, it's truly a mon- uh, it's almost like a it's, it's a, mon- a money python it's sketch. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. But the the harsh thing for me in realization, honestly, is and you have to like kind of just fucking eat the dirt on it, is things that you don't really have control over, you just gotta fucking eat it, dude. Just and move past it like political shit we're never as single voters i'm not even i'm not even a fucking citizen dude like single voters we're not going to have an influence over texas they've designed everything around it we're fucked if you vote democrat you're fucked in texas yeah it's built to be that but i am fucked (laughs) (laughs) me too same uh well if i could fuck for a long time now but the the thing is like just things that you can't control in your life. That that was the biggest. Like Hurdle. people, we we've all three of us have gone through ego death. But another big fucking death that's important uh-huh. is being able to just be cool with things you can't control and not getting obsessed with it. Like right. I I, agree. I right. remember I remember going to I can't fucking going to my friend's wedding off in Mexico or something. We're in a fucking tropical paradise. And going out there, and I was having the fucking time of my life, riding waves, doing a fucking, you know, good fucking times. And then coming back to the shore, and I was like, I want to smoke right now. I had a cigarette, and went to go find the suit, had a lighter. And he was just, like, sitting there with his fiance, like, in a, and just stewing. And I was just like, yo, bro, can I get a lighter from you? He's like, yeah, man, I'll get that lighter. That's a piss. Oh, Mike, I hear you think of piss. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) But yeah, he's uh, he's sitting there and he's just like, "Hey, man, what do you feel about gun control?" He he just went to like way political issues. And I was just like, "Bro, you're in fucking paradise, and you're just sitting there stewing." This ruined the ruined the fucking vibe, dude. Like that? No, that's what he did the whole time. He was sitting there with his fiance, just looking to like fucking have. Uh, political arguments with people. It's like I just don't. Yeah, I don't get that at all. I don't they seek it, it out, and that's what pisses me off. Like that, the same thing happened to me at the park, man. Like this guy just sought out an argument about Trump. Oh, he's coming back in office. Like, no, he's fucking not. <laughs> like that just sounds so stupid. To me. Well, there's people that trigger it too. Like even over here in Austin, like in public parks, there's one dude that's just yelling at everyone that's wearing a mask. Like you're fucking full. Like literally instigating conversation. Like this dude's life is literally going in the park and just yelling at people to well, fucking I, like 
I talked to this before before Trump. Like, I, I think Austin. I, I love Austin, but Austin, the, the, the place you I guys don't. picked in Austin, I think is a great place. It's Living in downtown Austin is the worst place to live. I think everybody there is so up their own fucking asses. They have this like they have that just like a political view. But it's also they're like like a, a personal crusade against anybody who does anything they think is fucking wrong. I live a cigarette. I've smoked a cigarette in Austin before. I got so much shit for smoking a fucking cigarette in Austin. What he and he he also found out he also figured to bring his fucking full fucking family of children into the whole fucking conversation too. Oh. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm like, like I don't get it. I'm just like, what, what do I do here? I'm like, I'm like Mr. Bean. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, all right, whatever. Like, fuck, you know, it, it, it's, it's it's insane. I hate Austin, but also love Austin because Austin created Alamo Draft House, which is well, I, yeah, and I, I, time, I, I love like, I love the landscape and I love the spirit. Of that great. spirit, I love that the culture. Spirit, that spirit the is long. great too. The culture that's been that's been created there, it's fantastic. We have, we have a we have a atheist. Radio bro, uh, show in mm. Austin, which is great. It, 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 their own show, it's, it's fantastic. It, it's great that it, it, it's there. But yeah, on top of that, you have all these other like these sort of like self-important, self-superior fucking assholes yeah. that feel like they have they they, they feel like they, they they can don their own fucking badges and walk around the entire city saying "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." No, you're not cool. Fuck you too. You're smoking a cigarette, but you also believe what I believe in. But you're smoking a cigarette. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you yeah, too. Just, it's, just, it's insane to me. Politics. <laughs> Wait, you, are you eating yeah. a cheese? Are you eating a cheeseburger right now? Is that made of whole meat? Or are you making? Are you eating fucking Beyond Meat? Are you eating black bean burger? You're, you're eating whole meat. Well, fuck you too. You're killing fucking cows and you're fucking up the so, whole. So so Austin has insane. always Austin, Austin has always had extremism. Uh, it's just that now it's more populated with way too many fucking people and. It's a terrible place to live, honestly. If if you're gonna it pick is, a place California. to live, it, it, it is California. It is literally Cal. Yeah, and and it's fucking. This is, you know, this is fucking old hat. But people from California have already moved in. It's it's already done, dude. So it's all like very tech central. And, and me, I'm I, I don't have a place to talk. The whole reason I moved here is because Jazzy's working for AMD. So like the whole reason I ended up here to oh, begin shit. with is that. So. Uh, but again, she works remotely. But we well, could I didn't, give. I didn't realize that, but I, okay, it makes sense now. But we it's incredible too. Holy that's shit. an awesome fucking company. They've been blowing up like like all the chips that are in the Playstations and the fucking uh, Xbox. Everything's done Everything. by it. Yeah, so they're they're blowing up like crazy. But well, Mike, look into this. Mike, get get a job from home, buddy. I think you you deserve it. You don't need to be fucking working like crazy all the time. <laughs> Talk to Jazz. Get a job. Get from work from home, dude. <laughs> dude, let's sure. figure that shit out for sure. <laughs> But, but yeah, I, but, I agree. It's, it's this place that's it's full of art. It's full of culture. It's fantastic. But honestly, I'd rather go to fucking Sam. I'd rather city. go to San Marcos, dude. Or San Marcos, yes, or San, go to, Marcos uh, San Antonio, with a with a oh, shitty sewage stream river. You can float yeah. on a fucking boat full of beer cans. I'd rather go there than hang out in Austin because Austin is full of a bunch of fucking dickheads, man. I agree. It's that's crazy. why I like that's why Fair I like enough. It. Austin does have good, some good spots, but San Marcos is just always a good time everywhere you go. <laughs> and you're just hope, like, I hope, you I, got a college dude giving you shit, you just tell him, hey, I will kill you. It's but there is a Dude, I don't know how it's going there, Mike, but fuck, is the housing market just as insane as it is? 
Uh, well, so my rent, I have a two bedroom here in an apartment, and it was. Did it raise it? Seven, yeah, it went up thirty yeah, bucks. It went to eight twenty five from seven ninety. It raised ours too, dude. We're doing we're doing a thousand fifty now a month. So. Oh goddamn! This place is a, this place is a shithole. It really is. I don't oh, know. that's how it is here. But yeah, like, it's they're really fucking good here. So I was like, well, shit. I, I there's no other place I would find cheaper than that out here. Not yeah. just that, but you're experiencing, ba- dude. I. It's funny enough because we never were part of. We never wanted to be part of Austin. We we like South Austin, which we're we, Mike constantly. We're moving closer towards you, dude. Like Buda, right yeah, farther away from Austin. Glowing. It's the best oh, part, God. right? Yeah, <laughs> well, Buda, Kyle, we keep moving south, dude. Like closer to you, dude. Right on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's eventually we're just gonna end up at fucking San Marcos. I've been trying to get a new job and get to the Kyle area. That's kind of my goal. Kyle, Kyle, is, Kyle area is fucking sick, dude. Or yeah, even, I mean, even, well, I, I like to call it Zan Barcos. You know what I'm talking about? I think about yeah. Tyler. I think about, about fucking, uh, I think about <laughs> Toadies. That song from Toadies, Tyler. <laughs> Great song. <laughs> and she runs through her days with a smile. Dude, we, yeah. <laughs> we, we need to close. We need to close. <laughs> Whenever we close out the show, dude, can you fucking fill that in? Because I love that fucking song. Yeah, I'll put I'll, I'll put it on. For, so yeah, I love that song. It's a great. I love the you know uh, breaching off from this whole political thing. I I love that. I um that love that first Tony's. It's, it's Rubberneck is one of the best first right. albums of all time. The, the their song Heal, great. Heal oh, yeah. is one of my favorite fucking songs ever, dude. Oh, yeah. like, Backslider. I love Backslider. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> So that guy's voice was like it, it, it just kind of dictated so many other bands at that time. It was so Iconic good. as fuck, dude. Iconic yeah. as fuck. I remember seeing him in like 2005. The Toadies and I'm, wow. yeah. We, so we had the rock station back in the Beaumont area was Big Dog 106, and mm. them I think Disturbed and <laughs> Three Doors Three Doors Down. Oh. Fucking gig. <laughs> I was there for all of that shit. <laughs> Crazy enough, Cody's is now like a like a Nashville Western band now. Weirdly what? enough, yeah. I, yeah, I it, don't think I don't think it's fair that they got grouped in with fucking garbage bands. No, they were that. so different. They were so fucking. They were so like so different back then, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Totally but I, I guess so, I guess so. that guy lost his mind on stage. It was fun to watch. Really? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Just, dude. just great performance. And this was when I was Jesus Christ, man. This is probably two thousand. Four, five, somewhere around there, maybe three. Oh, Crazy. so it was it was one of their final tours, aka we're gonna do it three more times, kind of thing. And they the, with, the, with the original guitarist, who is it? Oh. Uh, gay, which one of the greatest things about Tony's? They had, they had a gay lady who was the lead guitarist, which I thought was really empowering. At she the was time. tough as shit, and, dude. Um, she was amazing, and they got rid of her. Now, uh, I, I, I this is so coincidence. I don't get it, but like. <laughs> Me and my mom were watching videos last night on YouTube, and we got, we got on Tyler. We watched Tyler, a, a Tyler video, and literally, Toadies is so ingrained into Nashville now with like country. It's it's it, the Tyler's really? a country song now. It's crazy with Toadies <laughs> yeah, in country style. It's like it's embarrassing. And well, she, guess it's, what? It's in there. It's She's in not there. there. <laughs> well, I mean, at country style. I guess Toadies like uh, chord progression is kind of country. It kind of has been. It's what really they set it off. Of, they do a lot of waltz timing. Yeah, like it, sure. That's a three, four time. Well, I mean, like, well, 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 besides yeah. that, I mean, backslider. You can tell the lead singer is definitely from a fucking hardcore Baptist uh, uh, upgrowing. 
because he was definitely getting fucking because backslider is all about fucking being baptized and, and a backslider is a term for a person who went from religion to also the it gets dirty. off of it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so like that but like I, I remember hearing backslider for the very first time after looking getting rubo deck and i was like wow what the fuck is this this is pretty amazing shit but <laughs> it's right yeah, it's very different and very like raw, you know. Rubberneck is a great album. Uh, you know, we have uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, what's that song? Fucking uh, oh, Jesus Christ! You know, basically evo- the evolution song about you know. Uh, well, that sounds like a, a typical. I come from the water. Come from the water. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 God damn, dude! Water. I fucking picked it, fucking call, Chris. <laughs> I picked it, dude. I heard Jeremy is like, that's a good. I know that lick. Yeah, that's it. Nailed it, bro. <laughs> I come from the water. Yeah. <laughs> I, to I, be dude, honest with you both, I kind of forgot about that track, man. The great, hey, if, I was, great if I was put on the spot, I, there's no fucking way I would have gotten it. Honestly. It's like, <laughs> And it's like it, the way you present it until you hit me with the fucking vocal link. I was like, ah, dude, yeah, that's what it is. Man. Money in the bank. Money in the I bank. landed on Ta-ching. the shore. I came from the world. My brothers came before. I came up on the sand. You know, it's just, it's, it's dude, a great. They, they also, on a different platform, man. Honestly, I, honestly, I, I think they were super um, influenced by Fugazi, which is one of my favorite fucking bands ever. Right, Fugazi's the shit, dude. I love Fugazi. But man. they did it. They yeah. did it in a way that was very unique, different from Fugazi. But I think they played the the same like time signatures. I really fucking respect the shit out of that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I, I, so, I think that also people forget that Possum Kingdom was also a true uh, murder story in Texas. True, Possum Kingdom was a golf court. Uh, a pristine golf court in Texas uh, called Possum Kingdom. That's where a murder happened uh, on Possum Kingdom. That's, that's what that song's all about. About I know that. Yeah, yeah. Possum Kingdom, look, look it up. Uh, Possum Kingdom, there was a murder there on Possum Kingdom, and that's what that song's all about. So that's really I'll cool. And also, Tyler is definitely about a dude tracking a girl over from from America to fucking Mexico, and we will wake up, and he fucking... Yeah. Bangs on our door and shit and, and fucking haunts her ass, you know. I found a window in the kitchen and I let myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. rummage through the refrigerator and found myself a beer. All that shit's all fucked up. That's and so, yeah, dude, that's total <laughs> fucking creeper. Like, it's ow. so creepy, dude. <laughs> so good. And you go to YouTube. And watch this guy sing it like an like, ukulele, or, ukulele or some shit. He's all like, like super passionate. I'm like, guys, you know, you're just singing with this song about a fucking creepo who fucking tra- like, followed this girl from America to Mexico to get away from your fucking ass. You're singing it passionately. And it's like, no, man, it's a fucked up song about some fucked up person who fucking stalks this lady trying to get away from your fucking ass. It's hilarious. And I love it. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. One other band I want to mention real fast. Please. Um, uh, Mother's fast. Cake. Probably. Mother's Cake. If neither of you have heard of them, never. Christ, never heard this, of it. This guy has like musically, there are parts where you're like, "Oh fuck, this is like directly influenced from Mars Volta in terms of the mm-hmm. weird slow breakdowns." Oh, this guy is a, <laughs> he's got like the old school fucking Cedric Bixler like getting it fucking at what? the drive-in level or kind of. To me, he has more of the original Getty Lee raspy fucking yell voice. Oh, like I'm talking like the that. first two albums. So Mother's Cake, both of you need to check them out. Oh my God, guys! I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Everyone out there needs to listen to them. They're fucking incredible. I'm adding it to my shit. I'm not even throw that in before I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Father's Cake is a fucking insane name for a band. Yeah, it, it, like you know, they have a lot of live performances. So apparently, they're they're normally like a three piece, but you know, when they play live, they've got so many other you know instruments involved. Like they're so fucking good, man. I mean, Those are my favorite fucking album. bands, dude. There's so many good three piece bands lately that have are so fucking talented. But it leaves nothing wanting on instruments. Like, they're so fucking good that rolling three fucking instruments can make it happen, dude. Yeah, it, like, the amount of sound, it, that's what they, it kind of blew me away with Rush. The amount of sound three guys produced blows me the fuck away. <laughs> like, it's, it, it sounds like five people in a band, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. All right, I just hit it, dude, falling. So, I'm your president. Well, what song do you recommend? Do you like? I'm your president is fucking great, too. I'm pulling up their album right now. Yeah, I, 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 so, I cre- the, so the album Creation's Finest is incredible from song one all the way through. Holy fuck, dude. I love the artistic on Cyberfunk, dude. That That is... That's, to me, that's their most recent album that kind of changed genres in terms of kind of making it more popular. Not in a bad way, but yeah. definitely kind of you know experimenting more. So Creation's Finest and No Rhyme, No Reason are both perfect albums track one all the way through man okay dude i'm fucking sold i already added it uh to the place that i don't even need signal i can fucking get on it uh, <laughs> there you go. A, a, a band that i've actually oh, did you guys hear me pissed just now what's up no did you guys hear me pissed just now no y'all just only heard me earlier i forgot to mute <laughs> okay great fantastic <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure i, I... It's funny because when you started, I, I forgot like, to push like, the mute button, so yeah. you know, I like, uh, no, exactly no. what I did. <laughs> yeah, would be great. Hey, hey, here, Bryce, can, can you guys hear Bryce back here screaming in this fucking Fortnite shit? That's going like, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, he's playing, he's gaming right now. He's fucking all into it. It's just insane. Uh, no, I was I was mentioning a new band I wanted y'all to hear, Mother's Cake. Mother's Cake, dude. Uh, so I yeah, have it yeah. here, and dude, this uh, just based off the artistic value of this looks fucking solid. And their live videos are even <laughs> more impressive. Solid. They're a really fucking great band. <laughs> really good. Yeah, it's got Mars Volta. That's fantastic. My, Mike, text yeah. it, text it to us because I want to. I, I need it. I, I, you know, me, man. I don't hear that well, so I want to hear. No, I got you. Buddy. Uh, yeah, will... dude, uh, another one too like what i mean i've always fucking loved this band for probably 15 years and they just non-stop keep fucking killing it is every time i die has come out recently with another single that is destructively fucking amazing dude and this is like brutal ass frozen tundra fucking buffalo new york music that just <laughs> they and they have a following there and i'm, I'm glad because there's so much of just like uh, I don't even know how to describe the fucking genre of it, honestly. It's just, uh, like, the screaming fucking music and crazy shit. It's, it's not just metal. Like, the, the version of what they have is, like, very insightful, very well-fucking-written lyrics. Like, uh, Keith Buckley's a fucking genius. I will send you guys a fucking link. Watch this fucking video. It is... Oh, dude, it is... Oh, my God. And I'm going to check out Mother's Cake for sure, dude. Oh, yeah, you're gonna love that sounds, this. That sounds cool, man. <laughs> These albums are fucking incredible. To me, yeah. honestly, I was kind of put off by the vocals at first, but you know, if you love the you know um, um, kind of style of old school Getty Lee, 
even with Robert Plant at times, even with uh, oh, the okay. even uh, start the with Jeremy Mars on that Volta, shit. The All right. singer Mars Volta, fuck, oh, not Omar, but Cedric. Cedric. Yeah, it's, Cedric, it's, Cedric, it's Cedric. got so many different influences. That ah! are so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guarantee I'll love it. And and dive in, man. There's so many good tracks. Just I can't in. wait, dude. I'm actually super stoked on this right now. I'll mention uh, uh, the new the new uh, Kajira album is awesome. Fortitude is fantastic. If oh, you yeah. guys if you guys love Kajira uh, uh, as much as I do, uh, I it's do. a Kajira is a band. I'm oh, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. I, I didn't say anything. No, you're on, dude. Keep going. Keep going, bud. Yeah, uh, just saying. Like the the Kajira is a band, in my opinion, that's always been solid at, forever since the first album, and they keep that solid. Uh, solitude, I guess you'd say, like fortitude. Well, it feels like they to keep me they that, add they keep so that... many genres and they're killer, man. It's I agree. I yeah, agree. it's a amazing. Band... I, I love a band that can fucking like develop their sound and then more, but still be the same sound and still be the same <laughs> right. sound. Like it's just right. it's distinguishable no hey, matter well, where they you. go. You're the one who got me into them. Like good fucking call, man. Right. <laughs> Great right. fucking band. Yeah, because uh, 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 is is one of the best bands of all time. In yeah. my opinion. I I I can't see them. I'm seeing the September with Deftones, but um, they're, they're they're a fantastic band. So humble, fucking dudes, man, like crazy humble. And um, yeah, just ch- check the check the album. It's it, the Fortitude. The fantastic. It's one of the. It, it is probably the best metal album right now because I man I listen to a lot of metal albums and man it's all the same shit it's like yeah whatever whatever I check I check iTunes every fucking Wednesday and it's like yeah same shit whatever but def but uh 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 because uh, you're a, they, they keep it going man they're, they're incredible art, uh, right. artists they're fantastic but um you know who's who is surprisingly humble out of people that I've met uh and you guys are probably <laughs> so we played a show at Fuck, I can't remember Cardi's or something. Poison in the Well was playing, uh, and this band called Sunny. Poison the Well, holy yeah. shit! Poison the Well was playing. Flashback, hardcore. Sun, okay. Sunny, Sunny was playing, and I've never heard of this band called Sunny. And the lead singer uh, actually went before that and was this band called From First to Last. All right. And uh, very like emo ish kind of fucking voice was just like super high. It's Skrillex. It's Skrillex. Yeah. I didn't know it until it's like, hey, dude, like we're unloading shit. And I was like helping him move shit. This dude's like, I think I went to that show with y'all. It was with uh, I wrestled a bear once. Yes. Yeah. I think that's because I was there. Yes, dude. Yeah. So I was helping him fucking unload gear. This dude was like four foot tall. He's just like, literally looks like a dwarf. He literally looks like a dwarf. And I was like, like just talking, but but I think the reason for that is literally like he was rock and roll star from the age of like thirteen, dude. His first band, yeah, he started at thir- that. Just baffles me. Thirteen, uh, years old. you're popular at like, fifteen, like Jesus, man. Oh, Mind blowingly popular. Like everybody knew who this fucking guy was, but I didn't. I I didn't. And I heard his music before. I didn't know it was him. And so we had Sonny, and then he turned into Skrillex, dude. But yeah, he's like four foot fucking tall, looks like a dwarf, but super down to earth fucking dude. It's just like, yeah, man, let's hang out, let's fucking smoke, let's fucking chill. It's like, oh fuck, man, okay. I like came out of fucking nowhere, dude. Surprised by it, because yeah. so many people are like ego fucking garbage people. Right. Well, I, I want to mention, um, just on the on the music thing. Uh, besides. Uh, Kajira, 
Uh, check out uh, John Carpenter's Lost Themes Part Three. It's an awesome fucking album. And uh, check out um, uh, oh fuck, I can't remember the last one, but uh, it's another band I've been listening to. Um, uh, uh, hold on, this is a Japanese female band. Hold on, Let me guys, give you the. <laughs> I might know who you're talking about. Hold on. Yeah, I, I got it here on my phone. So what is it? Otobaki? Otobaki Beaver. Check them out. Oh, really. shit. No, I remember that one. Right on. Yeah. Uh, O-T-O-B-O-K-E and Beaver. Apparently, that's a, that's a strip club uh, in Japan. It's just the same oh. name. Uh, but it's all, it's all female. Uh, it's like a punk thrash band uh, from Japan. They're fucking amazing. So, yeah, it's right all on. it's all feminist and fucking amazing and and super powerful. And, and all the videos you can watch, these guys are doing fucking tours right now. Like it, they're incredible. Watch their shit on YouTube. It's they give a an amazing performance live. Um, also have one of the best videos I've seen in a long time, which is basically a squared room, very tiny room, but like the singer uses a, uh, the GoPro stick, um, to film the whole thing, which is really cool. Yeah. I've never seen it before, uh, for one of their videos. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're, they're an awesome fucking band. Check them out, uh, again, uh, uh, I, I took a, I took a B beaver, <laughs> uh, OT, O B O K E Beaver, yeah, they're awesome, yeah, yeah, and yeah, one, and decent. Did, did you? What catch, album, uh, one of the songs is called. Um, let's see, uh, "Dirty Old Fart." <laughs> so <laughs> hey, check it out. It's cool. <laughs> decent. I I was out in the mountain yesterday, so I don't know if uh, you got to catch Circus Survives live. Oh yeah, no, I, I, yeah, saw that. Yeah. I get I got I got my email for Circus Five Live. I, I did I did too, and I was just like, "Fuck, man, I'm not gonna make it." But I really, uh, great fucking album that they're playing. And, and Blue Sky Noise, like, obviously, Sky Noise, in my yeah. opinion, it's when they kind of start falling off. But Anthony's going through. Yeah, that's my opinion. I, I totally understand. Totally Anthony's fucking get that. Going but there's still shit. so many great tracks on that album. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Um, to be honest, something I've been listening to more lately before we get off here is Portishead, man. Holy oh, shit. I know I posted it on the site. I know I posted it everywhere, yeah. but goddamn, I've been flying through all those old albums. That woman's voice is just go, go angelic, go but also geez. kind of horrifying at the same time. It gives you oh, kind of an unease, yeah. but also a beautiful unease. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, you're you're 100% on point, and they haven't made a single song that's garbage. They, nope. they Every single song they have, like, taps in the core of your fucking life. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Beth Gibbons is probably one of my favorite vocals of all time. So right, dude, it, it could be sweet. Like it's such a, it feels like that could be a hip hop song. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's trip hop. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they started the fucking movement of trip hop, dude. They definitely did. They I, th I think they actually launched it off. Uh, it was them, and I can't remember that dude's fucking name, but it was literally between like three artists that were pushing towards this movement. Right. Uh, and they were the most successful doing it, uh, regardless yeah, of whether or not they trip hop. Yeah, regardless of trip whether hop, or not, yeah. yeah, whether or not they were the originators, but they mastered it perfectly, dude. Oh yeah, it made it into an incredible career. Oh, uh, I, I, I honestly found I, I find uh, I I find uh, uh, Portis had to be sort of like a port uh, a Primus sort of out of a band. Like we're like there's no real like. 
there's no way you can like fit a genre. There's into no it. definition. Just, yeah, I, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's no definition of genre. There's no definition. Him and no one yeah. else for sure. Yeah. It's like this weird fuck. Like like I it was. Uh, it was my you know my birthday was recently, and I had a uh, Jonah told me his birthday party. And I had a buddy over, uh, Serena, and she, we were talking about stuff, and we, uh, Primus got brought up. She said, "Oh, Primus, I can't listen to Primus." I'm like, "Why?" She's like. Primus gives me anxiety. I'm like, that's perfect. That's Primus. Yeah. <laughs> anxiety. That's great. I love to hear that. That's a, yeah, that's a great that's fucking way of saying. It. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Too many puppies. You know, I, I, you know, I get it. I, I understand. But, uh, it's getting lost in the dark. You know, but like, I, I love to hear shit like that because I think that if you can, you bring an average person up to the fucking ring and you throw a fucking Portis head at you, throw you throw so him the rip or some shit. But uh, also, if you throw old school Primus at them too, that's a lot for somebody who's right, right. To wrap it's, around. It's hard. If, you, as a person that actually listens to fucking what's happening, that's a lot to handle. <laughs> here's here's sailing in the heat of bees. How do you feel about sailing? How, how do you feel about sailing in the heat of bees? What the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't know. It's awesome though. I mean, it's pretty cool. So who is this big yeah. bag bodacious dude? Like. Explain. <laughs> like Blackerhead like or fucking right. soda or whatever. It's all, you know, the big big brown punch bowl, shit like that. Punch bowl. It's 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 a lot for a lot of people. But like, you know, uh Portishead has always been a big fan of mine. Um dude, man, Mike, you got that stuck in my fucking head. Being Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I will say for me and Mike, uh uh, and Tron, you were there in sort of uh, a capacity because you came you came to the first wedding uh, with Amy, and you guys came up there and played music. You guys played fucking headlights. You've also covered. Uh, no, you guys didn't cover it. We, I, I, in my, um, my, uh, 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 my, I don't know what you call it. I guess your your my music sort of like collaboration uh, for the wedding. Like they asked you what kind of music. Oh you yeah, play. dude. Play yeah. Night party. Knife party. Knife party. We all sung da, knife da, da, party. Da, 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 da. Go get your knife. Go get uh, your yeah, knife. Yeah, yeah. Come it comes I love guys, a white you, pony is life. Go get your knife. Go get your knife. We should do a whole fucking episode on white pony for real. Uh, well, we're oh, gonna yeah, get into the Deftones covers later on. in but, the future. <laughs> we gotta finish. We gotta do blue sky noise, and then we'll move on to Deftones. But anyways. Um, that was a big, that was a big, far, a big sort of like uh, achievement for me though. You guys come over, you guys played uh, one of me and Amy's uh, favorite fucking headlight songs, uh, Forefathers, which is a great track, uh, very personable to me. Uh, uh, just, just, I love that, dude. Thank you. Great song. You guys came up there with a fucking guitar. You guys just busted like Kool Aid Man, like, hey. We're here, and like we with a couple of acoustic guitars. Like Rob came with an acoustic guitar. You came with an acoustic guitar. Fucking uh, uh, Bobby came in with like I, I he had one yeah, of those drum, little drum things. Fucking I don't even know what it's called, dude. I, I Harambe dicks out, boys. Yeah, he came, <laughs> he came with that thing, and we, yeah. you guys all came. Like uh, it was it was crazy. Jinbei. That's what's called Jimbei. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. All right, all right. I, I forgot what it's called, but Nick was there too. Nick didn't do shit. He just kind of did the comedies or whatever. But he just yeah, moved. he's just there for that yeah. sometimes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's there sometimes. Uh, but um, he was there, and like it was just crazy. It was it was awesome. But like um. I, but Mike was there, and uh, Mike was not. Uh, he wasn't part of like the the wedding, but he was there for the wedding. And I remember we we went back to the old uh, two story house that me and Amy had yes. back in Huntsville. And me and Mike, once we got home, we got home with Myra. 
uh, Mario Esposito, who's one of, of the, my one of my best friends of all time. One of the he's, greatest sweetheart fucking women of all time. Great, sure. One of the greatest people of all, like truly, a, if you can beautiful find a soul, soul, beautiful fucking soul. Person. Yeah, beautiful soul. One of the greatest people. Uh, she was there, and me, Mike, and and Myra watched. <laughs> we watched a shit ton of fucking Portishead and Mastodon back to back. It was oh, crazy. Right. Crazy cool. And we're wasted in a blast. And yeah, it's, I think Porter said. Having a damn good time. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It was a really cool time, but yeah. That was fun. Porter said means a lot to me. I, I love Porter said. Dummy. Uh, any, any, anybody that has experience with Porter said, there's no way to not like consider that band as part of their life. Rose was the first song I ever heard by them. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, this is like one of the most depressing and yet uplifting songs I've ever heard. <laughs> really, right? Especially yeah. at the time I was going through it, fucking 15, 16 years old, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was, it carries, though. It carries, I bought third the opening day it came out. I bought third. I, I don't even know what it was. I just bought it brand new at the time, like 15 bucks or whatever. I bought it and listened to it in my car, you know, as we used to do back in the day <laughs> with a with a physical disc. Um, but, yeah, I remember jamming around uh, listening to fucking third. And I was like, oh, shit. Then I went back. And I went back and got dummy and, and everything else. But, uh, yeah, third was my first experience to f- fucking pour his head. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. So. Dude, dumb, Dummy was my first, and it just, like, I couldn't compare it to anything else, dude. I, I That experience was just fucking magical. Three right. albums. That's all I had. Three albums were, yeah. albums were like, just. Well, I think it's four, right? The four? With I thought the, it was three. That EP that I thought was really popular. I Well, you're right. Three LPs, one EP. My bad. Oh, and they're okay. they're touring on they're touring on Dummy or what? Are they touring right I, now? I, I never saw them live. I don't know. Well, guess who the fuck we're gonna see live is Alanis Morissette, my fucking guy. <laughs> I, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, my, I gotta buy those tickets. I, I, I you guys gotta send me that link again so I can see those tickets. I want to see Lawrence Mor- Alanis Morissette with you guys. Too. Stupid cheap for these fucking resale prices, man. It's crazy. Oh, it's insane. So expensive. Is it on the lawn? The time, is, it, uh, is it on the lawn? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're off on a fucking toss-off lawn, dude. But at the same uh. time, I told myself no matter fucking what, I have to. And she's playing Jagged Little Pill from front to back, dude. And oh. for me, that album is a fucking gem to me, dude. Like that... That was a turning point in my fucking life when I first heard that album. <laughs> I remember right, yeah, going send me, to send me the link, camp. guys. Send me the link to that shit. I'm buying tickets right now. For right. sure. I remember For going to church camp in like the sixth grade and someone playing head over feet. On like oh, the, I the boom, love that the fucking boom song. Box. Why did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, like, you know, I'd seen that on TV probably through Beavis and Butthead. But I remember hearing head over feet and I was like, oh, God. Fuck this, this! This hit me in a way I don't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she has it. She has a song. She has a song about like just like being a a Catholic girl and just like the uh, wire. My my brother didn't fucking get hair on his hands and fucking, <laughs> like so good on on just like why is such like great attack on. As a religious person, fucking realizing. I real always life. thought that Lance Morissette was like really cool, and I, you know, I want to see, I want to see her live with you guys. But I always thought she was like cool, but not Tori Amos cool. But that's my not opinion. not Tori Amos. She was a different level to me. She was kind of like level, yeah. no, like, yeah. The, like, the, Tori the Amos went before that. Like like my dad was a preacher and also like got bit by snakes and shit on stage, uh, shit like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Tor- Tori, Tori Amos. Amos I mean, Tori Amos fucking. <laughs> 
Oh, so when she was playing with, ah, dude, I already told the story. I'm not gonna fucking tell it again about the tour bus and everything. But yeah, uh, yeah, like Tori Amos and Slayer, I guess we're playing together. Tori and, Amos and Slayer, one of the, yeah. the greatest concepts of all time in my life. <laughs> wild yeah, wild wow. combo, <laughs> wild combo, and I got to I got to get on the just running through the neighborhood. I guess this dude was trying to smash with some chick in the neighborhood and rolled the fucking tour bus over. Yeah, he's telling me that story. Yeah, he told us that yeah. story. He pro- he promised that we would see Vinnie Paul, and that never happened. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, he was in this bus once, and I was like, why am I in a bus with this fucking weird pedophile, and we're <laughs> doing drugs in a fucking tour bus with this weird looking dude? But yeah, and anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we're gonna go see Alanis Morissette, and I fucking love that woman to the very core of my fucking oh, soul. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I, that, that that first album is like a is a pinnacle of my life. Jag, Jagged Jagged Little Pill was literally for me just a fucking masterpiece album, oh. and I think her discovering herself and being able to fucking put out an album like that is ah, is perfect. Well, I, I also I also think that the um the second album is okay. Uh, there's some good songs in there. I think. Oh, that- there's yeah, there's good in there. The, the 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 newest album actually is not that bad uh, compared to a person who hasn't done anything for as long as she did. It's not yeah. that bad. Uh, but um, but that first album, man, wow! How what a fucking uh, shaker, hey, man! We we, we were like, what the fuck the is this? Gate. <laughs> yeah, right out of the fucking gate, this pissed off fucking aggressive aggression oh. is all in your fucking face, man. This is a, it's fucking amazing. So yeah, Lance Moore said. God bless you. Come on the podcast someday. <laughs> oh my god, I would I would lose my fucking mind, dude. Oh my god. I would love that. But yeah, so Mike, it's gonna be me, you, Jazzy, and a couple of your girlfriends that we've been talking about recently fucking doing this thing. So And I'm and, and if if there's tickets still, uh, available on the lawn, if you guys see me the link, me me and Joe will be there too. So yeah, do it. But if you're down for the ride, we'll fucking host you over here, bud. We got rooms. All right, and that that stands for you too, decent dude. We got rooms over here, man. Oh, we're gonna fucking party like a it's like nice. <laughs> oh, let's fucking get, let's get our pills jagged, dude. Let's fucking get. <laughs> Please, for real, goes guys. Like, show, like send me your link. So I, I want to get. I want buy. I'll buy tickets tonight and make sure we we are coming. Shit, shit is expensive, dude. It was like a hundred something dollars per fucking ticket. No dude. problem, Tron. I'll buy tickets. All right, buddy. I'll fucking send you the link. Hey man, it's it's fucking Lance Morissette, man. It's just like one you're of the never, you're never gonna like. I love. Okay, so people talk shit when bands come back, and a lot of our favorite bands have done this. They come back and they play through an entire album. Uh, I Deer, love that. The Deer Hunter has fucking done this recently for me, and one of my favorite fucking. I love every one of their albums, but Deer Hunter has gone through and played uh, all of their acts. They went from Act One, Two, Three, Four. Oh. Right, like right, they right. did shows for specifically each one and totally in love with each, each one of those. So to catch it live and there's people that don't have love for live music, but we have been out of live music for a long fucking time. Dude. I'm what's, so what's the, pro- what's the problem here for playing a whole album? I saw rush rush played all of um, um, uh, moving pictures one year. Yeah. They, but they played it's not just that. Like Russia's not gonna be like, all right, here's moving pictures. Here's here's ten hours. Right? 10 yeah, songs. and that's not like that's that. two hours for you. All right, see you guys. Good night. No, fuck you. We're playing like we're gonna play another forty five minutes of other songs too. Like, hell yeah, cool. But like, who's not like <laughs> down for listening to an entire band play an entire album uh, for fucking two hours? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I love it. 
Give it to I, me. I, I love it to death. And my, I, I feel like my favorite bands won't do it, but I feel like the bands that need the money will do it. Um, I, that's, I, and, yeah, I'm up with that too. Yeah. That, and, and also, I, yeah, I loved your music. I will support you and fucking pay for you to do it again. Um, but bands like there's albums that I really love that I know I'll never see like a ten year reunion like like Clockwork from Queens of the Stone Age. Um, we're never we're never going to see like an album fucking concert from them. Although if if if, if Queens of the Stone Age would do a fucking uh, live full album uh, full album live of uh, songs to the deaf. I'm oh, in. dude! I'm in. With all the <laughs> radio, with all the, the radio money. commercials all and shit in, in between, I'm fucking in. I'm. I'm, I'm I, I'll literally carry anything I own on my back and throw it towards the stage I to fucking be able yeah. to be there for it, dude. Because I will put my car. I put my car up. I, I put my house. Yeah. Not my cows, but my, I put my fucking guitar up for fucking pawn. Everything pawn, I own. Everything I, I fucking, fucking own. In. Everything yeah. I fucking own. But I've seen them probably four times. They do a really good job of I've skipping. I've never seen them live. Oh, you were missing out, dude. Holy fuck. Oh, no shit, Tron. I know. Sorry, dude. We did. Oh, oh, in 06? Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. You saw them literally in... in, in uh, you guys like, you guys have seen... Songs for the Deaf era. band of all time more than I have. So maybe 07, <laughs> maybe around there, but yeah, it was definitely that thing for that time. So, uh, in fairness, to I, I didn't stuff. see Tool until like last uh, two years ago when they came back through. That's the first time I ever saw Tool was that was that time. And Mike has seen like Tool like 15, 20 times. So, Tool's my third favorite band of all hey, time. In all fairness, okay. I've only ever seen them once. I've only ever seen them once, and it was way later in the game. But Queens of the Stone Age, dude, um, they do good, proper fucking effort towards respecting their old school shit. And uh, uh, they even play "You Don't Think I'm Worth Them Damn" or yeah, like they fucking they played every hit you wanted to hear. Granted, this was like 0708, so you know, free a lot of their best shit later on. Right, right, that's cool. That's cool as shit, though. I want that though, but I want to do every time they go. Yeah, Atlantis Morissette, boys, let's fucking go. A podcast review after the show. Like we yeah. did for Iron Maiden, me, Mike, and like, Joanna. Down. So, yeah. We'll that, might, that might be hosted over here then, dude. If you Yeah, go- it will be. I'll bring, I'll bring my shit. We'll fucking record it over there. Let's go. Mike, that's like 20 minutes for me, dude. Let's fucking do it. Oh, I'm down, brother. No doubt. Uh, let's yes. do this with Lance Morissette thing. Please, guys, send me the link. I'm, I'm, I'm buying tickets tonight. Please do. And I'm going to surprise Joanna tomorrow morning. Hey, I bought Lance Morris tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I figured she'd love that. She would love it. Now I gotta say this: Joanna would for sure fucking love that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Now, She's about it like we are for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> I gotta tell us one story before we get off here because I know we're all getting pretty fucking drunk and tired. Uh, I gotta mention this, and I would never mention this to anybody else besides you guys because you guys are my best dudes. And you know uh, the fact that this thing we put out pretty soon, everybody's gonna listen to this, but. I don't think they'll 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 understand how stupid this is until uh, unless I talk to you guys about it. It's pretty stupid, but yeah. hey, whatever. You guys might understand. Yeah. I so I, I've been wanting to get a PS2 for a long time. Uh, you know, last like nostalgia. Well, no, not nostalgia, but more like uh, there's certain games that I didn't get to finish, and I want to play through them. 
So I want to find, I want to get a PS2 to finish this game because you know PS2 was uh, is backwards compatible, not the PS3. When the PS3 right. came out, was no like, oh, can I play my PS2 games? No. You play your PS1 games? No. Oh, what the fuck? I just paid like six hundred dollars for this fucking big ass thing, and that's fucking it. stupid. Yeah. Right? It's fucking dumb. So I'm like, all right, um, I got, I got some nostalgia in my brain. I, I, this is a dream. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This is a dream I had one night. Now, do you guys remember Dino Crisis for the PS1? I do a hundred percent remember. Oh, okay. hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, right. yeah. So I woke up. I had a dream one night about playing Dino Crisis. This is no joke. This is a for real <laughs> dream. I had a dream about playing Dino. Okay, I bought Dino Crisis back in the day. My own fucking dollar bills, baby. Uh, back in the day, and um, from working at the theater. And it came uh, not working theater, but mowing lawns. And I bought this when this first came out. It, it came with that. Remember that, guys? Do you remember it came with a demo disc for Resident Evil Three? That's all. Oh this yeah, shit yeah, I remember that shit, dude. And you yeah. can only double, play until like disc. a certain amount of doors. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. A certain amount of doors. Yeah. Um, but I had a dream of like about playing Dino Crisis again. I was like, oh, I gotta play Dino Crisis again. I don't have a PS2, and Dino Crisis One and Two came out on PS1. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, uh, just recently, I've come into uh, uh, some money from my mom. She helped. She helped us out. Me and uh, Joe. Uh, right. Mike knows about that, but yeah, there's some there's some stuff behind the scenes, and you know, I'll tell you about it, Tron. But so, like, all right, cool. Like, all right, right. So, like, uh, I need to get a PS One. So today, I actually I, I left out of the house. Uh, I was playing uh, this game called Moonlighter, which I told Tron about through text message. I'm not sure if he's seen it yet, but if you guys have a Nintendo Switch. Please pick up uh, Moon uh, Moonlighter, a great fucking RPG, uh, uh, Zelda um, Link's Awakening style. Oh no, Link! I'm, I'm just I'm just finishing Awakening. So, no, it's the Link to the Past. It's very Link. Think think about this. Uh, think if Link uh, would go to dungeons and shit, pick up certain materials, and also had a shop to sell shit in. Pretty that cool. That sounds way better. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, uh, but the, <laughs> more the, fun. The, the yeah. graphics are slightly better, and uh, it's awesome game. Check it out. Um, if, right now, if you guys get a, get a chance to, it's on sale for. You can get the complete edition. They hold the definitive edition for like seven dollars, which is crazy. Uh, but I just picked that up. So, uh, so I had to scream about about playing uh, Dino Crisis. So I woke up. This is recent. Like, like this is like last weekend. Like, all right, I gotta get a PS One. So I'm like looking shit up. I'm like, all right, where can I get a PS One? So I went today. I went to uh, there's a place over called Game Exchange. Do you guys have PS Ones? No. Uh, went to GameStop. P- you have PS Ones? No. Went to the uh, mall. Uh, I was I was deciding to go to the mall area in the Woodlands, and uh, I didn't go there to get a PS One. So I said fuck it, whatever. I'm going home. I was just lazy and tired. Whatever. Fuck it. So I went to eBay. And I bought a PS1. Mm-hmm. No joke. I bought a PS1 today. Original? Uh, yep. I bought the opaque one. The white opaque. No uh, way, dude. PS1. Uh, apparently, it's a, it's a rare thing. I guess. I didn't realize that. It's from, that. It was a color that was produced only in Japan. But I bought that today. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, not too bad, I guess. But I bought that. And I went to go look for... Dino Crisis. It's like I can't get that. I, well, I I bought the PS One. Have your white PS remote and it had a memory card, which is also a big yes. Yeah, give me a memory card. Mem- memory cards yeah. were a fucking thing, dude. I, I right. remember getting one from China, and right. 
Right. Oh, dude, I got fucked so hard on my Final Fantasy VII, oh, like third God. third disc in, putting two hundred hours into a fucking game, <laughs> right. trying to beat trying to beat Ruby Weapon, and yeah. the whole thing got erased because I hit a button wrong on this fucking cheap. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, memory cards were a thing, dude. Yeah, well, memory, like my my past memory cards, I had a memory card that was like the uh, Switch Channel memory cards, which would always fuck you. Like, like oh. you never knew. Like they had the sensor buttons inside the memory card, and you never knew what was actually going to happen. What's going to happen? So, um, but um, so I, I I bought uh my PS2 today with um with memory card and remote. And all that shit. And um, I, I, I want to make sure it came with a fucking memory card. I'm not buying a, mem- I'm not buying a PS3, PS2 without a memory card. It's got to have a memory card in it. With the actual original dual remote and everything cords. But I bought that today. So I go I go, I go to um, look up Dino Crisis. I want to play Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis is... is I didn't realize this, though. Before I bought the system... Dino Crisis is rare. I didn't realize that. Um, there are dudes that have Dino Crisis in the original case sealed, and it's also graded like a fucking comic book in a plastic fucking clamshell. Wow. For $3,000. Dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking crazy. There are fucks on eBay. Selling the if you so, so back in the day you could also buy um because uh, this all came from the same company back in the day uh, you could also buy uh, Resident Evil Three Nemesis with a demo disc which was Dino Crisis and there are fucks on dim, on uh, eBay selling the Dino Crisis demo disc for twenty five bucks with no case and a paper fucking sleeve for twenty five dollars plus tax. Plus shipping for thirty five to forty dollars. Well, I don't know if I don't know if you remember back in the day. There was this this fucking computer uh, PC World or PC something. I can't remember what the well, fucking PC, name. It's, was. it's PC World, but also uh, PS two uh, magazine shit too. The back yeah, the yeah, they had little demo discs in yeah, them, dude. Demo discs. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, dude, I I got exposed to like Monkey Island and all these weird fucking games that you know normally. We shouldn't get exposed to, but uh, again, things that over time they know their audience and just fucking get it right. Uh, Duke Nukem is the thing that I fucking went front to back. They're just like you can get this game front to back for ten fucking bucks now, right, right, and and get it remastered. Get every fucking level you want to do. You don't like it's it's placed on a timeline. Literally, like if you die, you can rewind to where you want to fucking go before you die <laughs> and replay whatever the fuck you want. It's amazing. Right. It's so cheap, dude. Ah, I, I, I love the place that we're at in life right now. Well, like, it, it's, it's kind of complicated though, right? Tron. I mean, like, like the fact that like, I, look, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Everybody here on the podcast can hear it, but I, I, I spent $60 today for an original copy of Dino Crisis, it was. But the thing is, though, the thing is, though, here it is. The guy actually had uh, pictures, high res pictures of the disc, uh, uh, flipping it underneath to see the sort of the the, the bottom part, which he'd put into a PlayStation Two. Um, it was clean, oh, no scratches at all. Like this thing is really. This guy kept this thing up really nice. It's perfect. 
It also came with the the uh, Resident Evil Three demo, which is that's fine, whatever. I love Resident Evil Three, but it's not a big deal to me. I just want to make sure that disc is good. I, but I also wanted that I wanted it in the original case. Um, the fact is, most of these guys that are they're basically sucking you dry because of your um your your, your nostalgia. And the thing is, though. I don't remember Dino Crisis being a bad game, so it's not a nostalgia thing. It's more like I want to I want to finish this game and actually beat it, because I never beat it. I bought the game back in the day and never played through the entire thing, but I loved that game. I played through half of it, and now I want to beat it. And now it's like fucking three thousand bucks, yeah. you know, like a hundred dollars, crazy shit like that. Well, the the beauty of the things they're doing recently, yeah, that that's fucking wild because you're going traditional, dude. Like if you're going traditional, it's gonna cost you out the ass. If you want to go, it yeah, it's it, but but like most platforms now, like new platforms are catering to nostalgia for sure. I mean, the right. remake of Final Fantasy VII. Like, there's just right. so much shit out there that it it does cater to. It, it kind of sucks, but I also love it to death, dude. Like I'm I, glad. I too. Yeah, I kind of. I'm glad because I, I, you know, the things I grew up with, I fucking love. Of course, nostalgia, but they know how to capitalize on it. And it fucking sucks. They'll squeeze you dry on it. But what you're doing, you're what you're doing is the fucking gnarly way of going about it, dude. Like you're it, going traditionalist. It's hardcore. I like Tron. I literally spent a hundred and. I spent $180 today on a PS2. Yeah. And this is recorded. Like, people can hear this and laugh at me all they want to. I'm, and I laugh at myself when I bought it. But I spent 180 bucks on a PS2 and another 65 to $70 on fucking Dino Crisis <laughs> today. That's insane. Because this is insane. I, I, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it really hard. And I, it, but it, but I, you don't you don't just you don't just miss the game. You miss the fucking uh, the tradition of it, right? Hey. Like the action of it. Right. Mike, right. Mike, you back? No, he's not back. He's walking. He's walking Rango right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll come. But, he'll come back when when he comes back. But look, it, it's 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 a thing. I I agree with you. I think it's a it's it's a uh, it's, it's tr the traditional thing. I know I miss you know it's, that's why I don't memory like, cards. You like what the fuck? Dude? Like yeah, that's right. Part of it. Sorry guys, I, I couldn't wait any fucking longer at the three hour mark. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we had three hours. Holy yeah, uh, by well, far. Well, we're, well, let's shut this bitch yeah, down. We're close, to, we're close to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I like I don't really um, like Resident Evil Two remake very much or Resident Evil Three remake very much. They're they're okay. They look really good, but like I like the old shit better. I like I, you know people might think I'm fucking uh, <laughs> a, 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 a um, um, traditionalist. The, I don't know, but the, the tank controls for Resident Evil or even Dino Crisis, they're made by the same company. But like that that sort of like that ideal that sort of. Um, to sort of like beat yourself up so hard to go through those sort of controls again. That's hard for a lot of people. For but for me, it's like a comfort. It's like a it's like a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm fucking I love it. I'm <laughs> no problem, man. I'm yeah. fucking, <laughs> tasty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Dino Crisis is a game that people don't talk about very much, and I love. I think man, it's an under. I haven't master. heard that name. <laughs> oh, the old meme. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh. <laughs> Ron, I've been talk I've been I've been thinking I've been watching videos on Dino Crisis for the last month. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to oh, buy this PS1, PS2. I'm getting fucking Dino Crisis. It's going to well, happen. Well, there's always so, one. There's always one that hits your childhood that way. That's just like, dude, I need to, like, get. And <laughs> Never you're going nostalgia. 
Oh, absolutely, dude. And going down the kind proper of, forms yeah. of, of getting it proper, you're going down like the form of like, this has to happen. You're a purist, dude. I don't even know if you realize that. You're a fucking purist on it. I don't know, dude. All I know is that I I, I, I got, I, I have the PS2 in the cart on eBay. I got all the information put in. I suddenly look over to Joe. Hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, if you like it, you want it, get it. Do get it. it. <laughs> all right. Do buy it. it. <laughs> buy it. <laughs> Boom. Here we go. I bought this. Uh, you found Dino Christ. What's Dino Christ? Oh, it's a game I used to love as a kid. It's it's, it's a perfect. It's one of those perfect fucking like uh, Resident Evil fucking uh, hat. Uh, it's, it's like a it's a strategy game in the mo- in, in the most because uh, you know tank controls made it a strategy. And she's like, it's seventy bucks. Yeah, buy it. All right, buy it. Done. Fuck. I get the email. You bought Dino Christ on the PS One. <laughs> you bought the PS Two for a hundred. We'll get ready to throw down hey. more than that on a fucking Atlantis Morissette concert, dude. Because he's going <laughs> down. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's it still blows my mind. Like you know, a copy of Super Metroid is like eighty dollars now. Oh, yeah, Super it blows so my cheap. fucking mind. Uh, Super Super Castlevania Four, man, on Nintendo. I have I have a copy, like original copy, but man, that thing is expensive as fuck. So, uh, it's it's it, 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 when you get into discs, though, the disc part is always super like way more expensive. It's crazy. Like if you look up like that, like I looked up the, when I bought Dino Crisis today for seventy bucks. I also looked up um, Resident Evil Two, which is my favorite game of all time on PS uh, PS One. That's a hundred dollars. I'm not surprised. I think that's a fucked up part. <laughs> I didn't buy. I didn't buy that because I, I guarantee you, there's also other. I, see, I never liked the greatest the greatest hits color. I didn't like the lime green. So I guarantee you, there's a original version out there that's probably cheaper. Oh, the, the greatest gr- hits cover that comes on the fucking disc. Yeah, yeah I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like the PS4 got it right. It's all that. It's the red case is the greatest hits now, which I like. It's a cool color. I like it. And I've gone full. I've gone full ass digital, dude. Like, (laughs) fair enough. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I I do. I do enjoy, and I kind of miss having like the sleeve you could pull out and see the, like they they give you kind of garbage on the inside. But every now and then, there's good art in it. Right, right. right. Uh, But mostly, it's just like. This left controller bumper does, and they explain it through the game. It's just like fuck. Okay, I <laughs> right? Yeah, right. but I do miss the I do miss the art of a sleeve in a fucking game, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I, I miss I actually miss the manual part of the sleeve. Like, there's no you don't oh, get yeah. that anymore. All you get is like a a, a a a straight fucking case. If you pull the case out of the fuck, if you pull the paper out of the case, it just says like made in Taiwan and made Japan, and then it's like it, it, it tells it tells you nothing. It's just like. This is manufactured where it was manufactured. Mm-hmm. It's like what? Like where, where's all the cool like artwork and well, shit? Well, here, here's here's all the controllers in French. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this will make sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, let's right. fucking shut this thing down, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> get, let's close it down. So, hey everybody, thanks for listening to the, the, the show. Thanks for listening for like three years now. I've re- you guys, we really wow. appreciate you guys checking it out. I can't Crazy. believe it's three years. And honestly. Anybody who wants to get to a podcast and thinks it's easy, not easy. It's really not. And, well, it, it is for me and Deason. It's not easy for you. <laughs> Jeremy does all the fucking work. No, uh, editing, <laughs> editing and working the fucking, like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, you could say that Straight as a dude. Badass. 
Fuck yeah, man. And I think after 100 episodes, you deserve I, you deserve kudos the whole fucking way, man. But thank Just you so much. Dude, thank you so much for doing all the editing and writing the intro song, which is a fucking beautiful intro. Uh, dude, without you, we have no podcast. And like, yeah. it's all on you, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, dude. We wouldn't be together like this without you, dude. So thank you, Jeremy, dude. You guys, are, you guys are too sweet. I, 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 <laughs> too sweet, too nice. I, I just, I, um, you know, you guys know me. I'm a big John Carpenter fan. That 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 intro is all about John Carpenter. That, that's how I wrote it. And yes. um, you know, me and Mike, we talked for like a, we talked for like two or three weeks about what we're gonna put into that, like like certain like vocals, like uh, clips into that intro, and uh, Mike put in the. Um, the, the Matrix 2, the uh, cookies be nice, <laughs> whatever that fucking <laughs> thing is. It's hilarious as fuck. Uh, but uh, me and Mike, we found the, we found that fucking, uh, that clip of Rick Perry or whatever, like, you know, education, whatever. <laughs> oh, I love we found that. that together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, this things like that, you know, I just, you know, Carpenter is my dude on, on synth. He's my guy. Uh, but, um, you know, I always want to, I always want to do a podcast where we didn't have to worry about doing any sort of like super depth right in, in, in no limitations i feel like we kind of started that way and we realized in media it's like yeah fuck that <laughs> i love that i love, I go, love the right, way i love the way it's 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 evolved honestly to what it is now it's fucking excellent oh me too for sure but i will say again um i know you guys said it is easy for you guys but i think it's for a lot of people it's it's really not easy to do a show that three for three years and keep it constant like we have. We kept it constant for three years. Right. Yeah. Uh, it has so not that, been easy. It's no, been it's a not. lot of fun. And I think that um the last year has been a lot a lot easier from uh, uh like posting wise because we kind of we've gotten we've all gotten to the decision to we're like, all right, just post it whenever. You know, it used to be like, all right, post every Friday, post every right, right. Yeah. Now it's just like whenever I get to it, I'll I'll get to it, and it's not like a like a long period where like it's not been like a month, but like maybe like no, a no, take like, the just stress makes it easier on you, man. Yeah, taking the <laughs> like, stress right. off of that for again for me and decent, it's fucking it's a dream for you actually having to do all the editing and shit, dude. Yeah, it's a different fucking beast. Different beast. Shall, I, shall I say we and, up, and, we, we, now when this episode comes out, I don't I don't know what it is. It'll be it'll be like next weekend or whatever. But like I I, po- I posted the uh, ski from New York episode today. I just Saw I just that. fucking edited it at fucking one o'clock this afternoon. I just I was playing Moonlighter. Like, oh shit, I gotta edit the show. I just got up in the kitchen and fucking I edited the show in the kitchen standing up. So right is, on. It just happens that way. But like, um, yeah, it's just how uh, podcasts shouldn't be so fucking uh, lenient on fucking like when they're gonna come out. Just do it at your own leisure, man. If you're fun enough or interesting enough, they're gonna come back to you. So and just have fun. chill the fuck that's, out. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Rogan. Rogan doesn't edit. Rogan doesn't put anything out. It's, he's got I, other people he hires to put things out. So. I saw a funny little clip uh, literally this morning. It's Neil deGrasse Tyson talked to him. He's like, hey, so how tall are you? And like you immediately see Joe Rogan go into defense mode. And he's like, yeah, I'm 5'8". And the next, <laughs> the, next li- the next line, Neil deGrasse Tyson says, like, oh, so... So maybe if you're five, seven, and three quarters, Joe's like, 
Yeah, okay, it's probably closer to that. <laughs> the dude is 5'5", five, five, but it just goes to show like, that level of insecurity and shit. Like, like it, it, yeah. it, it was, I laughed my ass off. It was great. <laughs> I also love that um, Joe Rogan got uh, Scott Easton on his podcast recently, and Scott Easton is probably the most uninteresting person. It's Clint's son, ever. right? Uh, just keep, Joe, if you hear the podcast, just try to do your best to get fucking Clint on, man. Hey, come on. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Respect, I respect this guy for whatever, you know, just being a, a, a loin of his fucking father's sperm. But um, he's an uninteresting guy. Get Clint Eastwood on. Come on. Fuck. He's a bad actor. Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> We'll talk to you guys next time, and uh, we'll have some more bangers for you, like we always have in the last three years. And um, guys, take it easy. Thank you so much for being with us this long. We always appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Don't be a piece of shit. We'll talk to you guys next time. Right, guys? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And like Tron says, keep it slick. Later. Yeah.